This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that would never get Claire Balding to host the Chelsea Fancast Awards. Now, it's been a fantastic season, beating Spurs at Wembley to win the Capital One Cup, Diego Costa rampaging through opposition defenders and scoring goals, Fabregas and his magic hat, Hazard and his magic feet, John Terry... Better than ever and peerless as captain, leader, legend. Saying farewell to Didier Drogba, a Chelsea legend. The Scousers giving us a guard of honour. Winning the Premier League at a canter to become champions again. And last, but by no means least, Jose Mourinho, still the special one. Tonight, we'll be looking back at all of this and in the process, announcing the winners in the Chelsea Fancast End of Season Awards. I'm Stanford Chidge, and the name of tonight's show is the Chelsea Football Fancast. Uh, the Chelsea Fancast Season Awards 2015. Arguably the most boring title we've had for a show all season. It's catchy, Chidge. It's catchy. It, it does what it says on the tin, mate. You can always hashtag that. I can. Uh, well, I could do if it wasn't less. It's probably more than two, <clears throat> 140 characters knowing me. I was never good at editing. Anyway, uh, as you obviously know who I am, uh, around the show. Actually, we've got a huge gathering tonight because, as, as you probably figured out, it's a bit of a you know party atmosphere uh, in the house. You know, Chelsea fancast having a party. Bring your vodka yeah, and your Charlie. Charlie. Uh, bring your lager and your dim sum. Or in this yeah. case, yes, red stripe. <laughs> bring and, your black uh, sheep and your dim sum. And, yes, and uh, dim sum, thanks to Dan. Anyway, we've got tonight in the house, we have got Dr. Mart. Good evening. Nice to see you, fella. How are you? I'm very well. Jolly good. We have Mr. Dan Silver. Evening, Chidge. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very you, well. You're going to need to move a little bit closer, dear boy, because okay. I've, I've changed the way the mics are this week. 
And it means you have to stand they're the other way up. Ramrod straight. They're the other way up. They, they're, they're more erect than they're they're more they are. More phallic. Yes. I know, I thought so. They're, giving them they're all standing th- up rather than dangling I've down. I've given them all some Viagra, which is why they have little blue lights on them. Is that right? <laughs> Indeed. Um, anyway, so we've got Dan Silves. How are you, mate? Yeah, you're really right? good yourself. I'm all right. I'm very Excellent. excited about it being the last show of the season, so I can go and have a long rest. Uh, we have on the table tonight a very special guest. He's not a guest, he's one of us. You know, all this nonsense about being a guest. You're I'm a one of us. You're one, one, of one of us. We have Mr. Bruce Chronicle himself, the lovely, wonderful, highly intelligent, the uh, the scoop of the year, Mr. Dan Levine. I'm a bit overcome with emotion at that. You should say you should be. I, 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 that was all off the cuff, too. Not scripted, Dan. Yeah. So therefore, I meant it. Keep your cuffs tied in, mate. Now, um, we also have with us tonight, we have, uh, we have the lovely Clayton, the beer man. Hello. He's, at the moment, he's sitting on the sofa reading through the winners or the nominations for the awards. We also have the lovely Andy Silverman. And to Andy to be here at all, I think, deserves a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor old Andy, as we know, has got major back knack, but he's he struggled here because he couldn't resist being at the end he's of the season show. He's our original Raspberry Ripple. He, well, he is. That's very horrible of you to say so, Smart. <laughs> no, it's just a tr- it's it, just true. It is all. a fact, as <laughs> a certain fat Spanish waiter might have said. But at, at, yeah, anyway, Andy's here tonight. Uh, we are expecting Jonathan Kidd, but he's probably still in makeup. We'll see him when he arrives. Uh, but we've left the door open for him, so he'll he'll come in soon soon enough. Now, what we're going to do, because as as you figured out, there are more of us than there are mics, because there are only four mics. We are going to be doing this in shifts tonight. So me and Dan Levine will be uh, we'll be earning our money tonight. Dan will be on for the entire two hours. Uh, but I'm going to swap it around for each part, so everybody gets to have a say. Are and you going to rotate the squad? Chip? I'm going to rotate the squad. You know, but when the music, music stops, we all find a chair. It's a JT right. hazard in the podcast. Uh, something like that. Now, without further ado, I should tell you what on earth is going on tonight because this will be a little bit of a different show uh, because we intend to drink very heavily throughout it. There will be a bottle of champagne opened in the fourth part, so Yay. stay awake for that. Uh, but uh, on the show tonight, we will be kicking off with the ratings for the season as written by Mr. Mark Worrell, uh, and we'll kick off uh, with the uh, awards for the big one. Uh, player of the season and then breakthrough player of the season and most underrated player of the season and most disappointing player of the season in part two we'll be revealing the winners of our goal of the season match of the season away day of the season and best moment of the season and chant of the season in part three it's the guinness and celery moments of the season and the only award awards that matter the chelsea fancast podcaster of the, of the season uh, I'm choking up already at the thought of who might win that. Uh, Chelsea fan, if, uh, there's a story in that, but I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later. Chelsea fancast contributor of the season, and the Chelsea fancast guest of the season. Oh, he's coming down the stairs. Uh, okay, uh, we'll we'll ignore that. Uh, to wrap up, we'll have all of the latest Chelsea supporters news, some correspondence, and the Chelsea fancast. This is new. Nobody, none of you expected this. I've made the nominations for this, and they will be revealed at that time. But I'm going to have this year a Chelsea Fancast Special Award. Okay, I will reveal more about that later. Uh, So we're going to have that as well as a bit of correspondence, as I said. In fact, there's loads tonight, so I can't wait for that. Now, it's going to be a fun-packed and possibly very, very long show. But don't forget, you can uh, tweet us at Chelsea Fancast, or you can post on the live chat page at mixler.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen Fancast. During the show, tell us what you think about the awards uh, and anything else. And I'm delighted that so many of you have nominated, uh, mainly via Twitter, actually. I mean, in, uh, thanks to, Anne, well, a combination of Andy Silverman 
being on the case on Facebook and me being a complete pillock and just uh, pinning it, which therefore means everybody ignores it. We didn't get the same kind of response on Facebook, but I'll try and include them in two. So there you go. Now, before we get on with the uh, the ratings of the season, I want to say hello to Jonathan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never. Uh, and there we go. Right. Okay. Without further ado. Um, and by the way, it's so nice to see so many of you in here tonight to name but a few. Mac- 40 there. The lovely Mac Bergson. The lovely Julian. Jack Randachick. Mike Harvey. Dazza. Diane from Dubai. Kev Tembo. Clive. Brian. Appium Dolce, that's a new name for me. The lovely Nikki Davidson, the lovely Alison Fragley, Hashim, Will Green, Aniban, Shed Atmosphere, Blue Henry, Cicero, Zuriel, CFC Unofficial, also known as Deb. So many, I can't, that you've gone off the page, I can't read anymore. Right, okay, on with the show. Now, Mark's uh, ratings for the season are, uh, are basically as follows. Okay, he's done the whole squad, and they are Courtois, eight, check. Eight, Ivanovic eight, Aspilicueta eight, Luis seven, Cahill seven, Terry ten. Wonderful. Mm. Zuma yes, absolutely. Who could argue with that? Zuma eight, Mikel six. Oh. Matic. Yeah, I would have given him higher. Matic eight. Uh, in fact, I had a go at Marco on Saturday saying that he should have should have given uh, Mikel higher. Anyway. <coughs> Matic eight, uh, Fabregas. I've just got something. Some <laughs> dim sum's got stuck Matt in Burgess my throat. Says Terry's too low. It's an assassination yeah. tent with a gyoza. <laughs> Clearly, <coughs> Matic eight, Fabregas eight, William seven, Hazard ten, Cuadrado six. <laughs> Far too many. <laughs> Oscar seven, Ramirez seven, Schurler six, mm-hmm. Remy seven, Drogba seven, Costa <laughs> nine. So first up, Mr. Levine, what do you think of those, my friend? I think there were a lot of numbers there. <laughs> um, I think that the two tens were very, very well deserved. I've Quite got to say, right. I cannot fault John Terry in Eden Hazard's seasons. I think they've been absolutely amazing. And in all of the, we'll talk about this a lot later, I know, but in all of the, um, the, the Hazard love there's been from all of the people who rate these things, it's <coughs> been really nice to see that people also, <coughs> easy shitch, people some, mate. People have also said, John Terry, what a fantastic player. He's played at his best this season, hasn't he? Um, Even other clubs fans have said that. Yes. It, I mean, we, as Dan says, we will get onto this in a minute, but uh, I mean, I voted for John Terry in the players, uh, you know, the player of the season and I all that. Right. And it's amazing, you know, how many people were feeling the love for John, John, John Terry this season. I mean, Hazard, I mean, you know, ha- Hazard, I, I can understand why he gets all the plaudits, why he's won all the player of the year stuff and all of that. Um, because he's a special player, Dan, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's an absolute joy to watch. I mean, growing up with like Nevin and Zola, and now you see someone like Hazard, just he gets you off your seat. He's a great player. He he, he wins games. He's, he's at mm. you know every team needs a match winner, and he is without a doubt the match winner, the quintessential. He makes a difference. Yeah, when and he's a special talent. Yeah, and he seems know. like a really good chap as well, like an all round. He's nice a chap, player. and he chap. scores important goals. He does. Mm. He's a boat, as they like to say on Twitter. But then. But then you need your John Terry's to complement your Eden Hazard. Well, I think I think well, I I, I you know I, have, I mean, you you know because you've got the spreadsheets yeah. in front of you. But I'm if I'm delighted about how one award <laughs> has gone in terms of how we voted for it, I am more delighted by that than anything. But yeah. let's say I can nothing. See that. Yeah. Let's say nothing more at the moment. Um, Martin, is there anything on there that annoys you particularly? 
I thought Willian might have been more than a... He should score more goals than he does, probably. That, that may be why he's a seven, not an eight. But mm. Willian runs his socks off every time he plays, and he does a lot of good stuff. Do you want to know what uh, Marco said about uh, yeah, that'd be Willian, interesting, actually? Because, you know, we don't often do this, because I usually forget. But, uh, you know, it's interesting, actually, because he pretty much summed that up. But he said, indefatigable performances week in, week out, often yielded nothing in the way of goals. Mm. Energy and infectious enthusiasm for the game compensated more often than not. I think Marco was a bit harsh on William. I think, you know, William, we're going to have a vote on it in a minute, but William, I think, arguably, is one of the most underrated players in that squad. Yeah. Yeah, you agree with that, Dan? Possibly. What do you think? Yeah, I'd agree entirely. Um, and he, and he, he's had a great season. He has indeed. Um, anybody else on there, Dan, that you think's either got marked too highly or got marked well, too low? I think that too the, lowly. Yeah, I think, I think the noise of the crowd, the sound of the crowd, was uh, that um, Quadrado was a little bit high at six. Um, and I'm not sure what he did to earn that six. Well, should I tell you? Go on. Failed to live up to his billing and a £26 million price tag since arriving at the bridge in January. How long does a player need to adjust to life in the Premier League? Well, that's my point. I think six is too much. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Um, Obviously longer than he's had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good spot, Mark. Um, and uh, how many did Felipe Luiz get? He was a six as well, wasn't Luis he? Luis got seven. Uh, seven, actually. He got seven. Well, yeah. I'd say that's a bit too high as well. Which he's, he's not had a great season at all. Is he? he's, just, well, he's, he's been absent, hasn't he? He's just not really been here. And I like him, and, and, and he's a... He, he is a good, good pro, but there's a feeling that maybe was he brought in as part of the, the welcoming committee for Diego Costa? He's, he's his kind of fag, isn't he? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, a, I understand a, he's got a wife and in children. A, in, a, in a public school sense. Yeah. Okay, so you, you're saying he's been keeping the toast warm for the last season? Well, you said it. You said he's been here to keep Costa company. That's what you said. Marco says this of Felipe Luis. He says, unexpectedly spent much of the campaign on the bench due to the form of Aspilicueta. Capable and confident when called on. And a lethal, lethal free kick wizard to boot, and and so I think Marco quite likes Luis, and actually, do you know what? So do I. And I, I do too. And I think actually, I don't, I don't see his season as a failure. <clears throat> I just see it as actually Aspie's just raised his game, and arguably again, like William, is probably one of the unsung heroes of this Chelsea team this year, Dan. And further, Brat Ivanovic. But right back, which, do, is, do, do, do. Yeah, which is Aspie's natural position. He's been so good. I wonder if the thought was Aspie at right back. Philippe Lewis left back, but Branagh's form has actually forced <coughs> the hand of Mourinho. Yeah. So there you go. So I think um, that's uh, I, th- I think that's all we've got to say about that. Apart from yeah. this, uh, one thank you uh, for allowing me to steal them every week, Marco. He only found this out last week when he was on the show, by the way. So it was quite a nice surprise for him. Um, but they do save me a job, and I and, and I trust Marco's judgment, as I also said to him when he was here last week. So it's quite nice to. Uh, you know, get somebody who you know and trust to write a little bit about it. You see, I would use yours, Dan, but the trouble is what you do is you let all these Muppets vote and, and yeah. people get like two and one every week, don't they? It's, it's, it's quite it's, staggering. I think it's called democracy. And as we all know, democracy doesn't really work. Not around this table. Not in this country. It's a chidocracy around this table, as we all know. Uh, but well done, Mark, you th- Marco. Thank you for that. And the other, I did promise him I would give him another plug for uh, his fantastic uh, Chelsea Chronicles Volume 5 which is the fifth and final edition of Marco's Chelsea Chronicles, and it's published right now today. Uh, the normal price is £1.99, but it will be free on Amazon Kindle to download, uh, and it will be available between uh, June the 1st and June the 5th, so this week free on Amazon. It's 75,000 words on the season from start to finish, and if people don't have a Kindle, no drama, the app is free to download, so it can be read on any device so just go to Amazon, basically, for the Kindle and uh, look out for 
Chelsea Chronicles Volume 5. There you go. Right. Now, it is now time for our first board of the night. Uh, I should have worn a blue dress like Claire Balding, really. Please I? don't. Please don't. Okay. Yeah, please. You sure? I, they might yeah, find one in the cupboard. You probably look better than Claire Balding. You, you, you better look in the Claire Balding. Yeah. 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 I probably would. And I, no, I better not go there for legal reasons. I, something was in my head. But Just I'm, don't. Just I'm, don't. I'm, glad it, I, I'm glad it didn't come out. You don't wear sensible shoes. Unlike Claire Balding. <laughs> exactly. Indeed. Uh, anyway, right. Player of the season. Um, you know, I got the boys to work extremely <laughs> hard. Uh, uh, over the week to kind of nominate uh, their player of the season. Now, what I can tell you first is that, uh, judging from the response that we got on Twitter, um, most of you went for JT, and one or two of you on Twitter went for Hazard, Fabregas or Costa, all of whom I think were were excellent shouts. But I'm absolutely delighted. uh, In fact, looking on Facebook, Hazard, JT, JT, Hazard, JT, JT... Hazard, Hazard, JT, Hazard, JT. So, you know, fairly evenly split on Facebook between JT and Hazard. But I am delighted to say that the sense and the decorum that is the panel of the Chelsea fancast... Yeah, the only... This is the only nominations tonight that are completely and utterly unanimous, I have to say. But every single person in this... Uh, flat tonight have gone for John Terry. Is more than deserved. Dan, I'll let you have the first comment on that. What do you think? He's just been amazing, hasn't he? And and yeah, you know, I know he's. We talk about him as being old. He's just been around a long, long time, hasn't he? But you know, and he's held together with gaffer tape, and you know, sometimes bits of him seem to fall off in games. But, but, but that's why I love him. It doesn't seem to bother him, though, really. It doesn't does bother it? him at no, all, no. does it? And, and he has... He just bats on. I, I don't know what other people think, but it's, where does this stand in, in, in terms of his best seasons ever? It's probably in the top top two, I'd have thought. Um, I'm thinking maybe 04, 05 was immense. The, mm, the year yeah. when we let in about, was it nine goals or something all season? Uh, 14 goals. 14, yeah. 14 goals, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I can't think of a better yeah. season he's had. Do you know what? I think, I, I personally, Dan, I think it's his best season ever because I think if you, if you actually take into account where he may have been mentally and where he was in his position within the team during the AVB Rafa yep. era, yeah. you know, get your white hankies out. Uh, you know, if you think about, or if you like, how low he had, had arguably sunk, couldn't even get into the team during that idiot. He's come back, and he's physically fit, and and at that age, that is that is quite an achievement, I think. And he's he's not been shy about saying to us post match, uh, particularly towards the end of the season when when we won the league, saying, "This is a message to someone, a message yes. to someone who said I can't play yeah. twice in a week." Yeah. And I've done that. He's been there for every minute of the season. The other thing I'm really liking, Dan, is. Uh, the fact that I think he's changed his game as well. I mean, no longer do we have the, if you like, kamikaze, hell for leather, we'll run through a brick wall, John Terry. You've now got a far more measured, uh, intelligent, almost kind of Beckenbauer-esque reader of the game at the back, marshalling every... I mean, one of the things I've loved seeing this season is John Terry marshalling the defence. Even Cahill, who you would have thought would have learned to defend by now. But, you know, John Terry marshals everybody and everything. And he's become a different kind of player. He lets Cahill do the kamikaze stuff. Yeah, he's he's letting Cahill take one for the team. His positional sense is phenomenal. 
he just reads the game so well. He's had, what's it, 15, 16 years at the top level, mm-hmm. and it's shown. Yeah. He doesn't need to fly on with tackles. I think he only, was it three bookings this season? Which I is incredible for any yeah. well, that, that is remarkable. Yeah. I, may yeah. be, I may be wrong, but I just think he, he's brilliant. Two, he's yellows. Just, two yellows. Two yellows. Yeah, two yellows. I mean, but J- JT is a true leader. That, that, that's what he does when he's marshalling the defence. <clears> and it's not so much... Well, it is... I mean, what he does himself is amazing, but it's what he brings out of everybody else around him that's incredible. Like Matt, like that's I, what he brings to the game. Almost like a Maldini, he could just go on and on and on. Because Maldini, towards the end of his career, was just still imperious. At he was. And he was a midfielder. Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, he was, was, was a fullback. Who? Who? Paolo Maldini. Oh, Maldini. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking of the other Italian fella. Which one? <laughs> well, one that used to play for Juventus. Or Baresi. Yeah, yeah. Like, or Baresi as well. He played for Inter Milan. Pirlo. Pirlo. Not Mussolini. He definitely wasn't a left winger. <laughs> no, not a left winger at all. Are you sure it wasn't lasagna or spaghetti or something like that? Peroni. Peroni. Anyway, so there we go. I mean, boys boys on the on the sofa at the moment. If you're going to say anything, you're going to have to say it loud. Yes. Uh, happy, happy with JT as player of the season. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, I think it's his best season because you have to take into account 2004-2005, he had Lord Percy next to him. Yes. He was yeah. absolutely yeah. outstanding and an established goalkeeper. Although, no, it was Czech's first season, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Even if he but was I afraid of cheese. This year, with Courtois behind him um, and changeable partners makes his performance this year even better, mm-hmm. I think. Excellent. All right, we've got to move on because I've just realised we've got five minutes to do one, two, three more awards, which is not going to happen. Uh, it could be a very long show tonight, people. It could be a two-parter for podcast people. That's what I'm saying because we've got plenty to drink and lots to go through. <laughs> um, anyway, so when are the pub shut? I think it's about 11. As long as we get out before the pub shuts, we'll be all right. I've got to be on Talk Sport at 5.30 in the morning. Okay, right? we're all going to take Dan out after the show and get him absolutely rinsed. All right. Okay, breakthrough. Thank you. Uh, Claire Balding doesn't get this kind of trouble, does she? Uh, Breakthrough player of the season. Uh, Now, um, again, you know, on Twitter, uh, this was fairly, uh, uh, you know, consistent. Uh, Most people were going for Zuma, which I think is a a great uh, shout. Although one could argue that, you know, it would have been quite nice to give it to somebody younger like Loftus-Cheek, for whom a few people... Did vote. Uh, one or two also voted mm. for William, and in fact, there's one person. There's only one different nomination from us lot. The goalie, which is of course from uh, came goalie from, came from goalie fifty nine. Goalie fifty nine, who has yeah. gone for, for for Thibaut Courtois. But fair enough, Clayton. Your bias is appreciated from us all. Um, but I have to say that you know us round round the table. Uh, basically, we've all gone for Kurt Zuma, uh, other than Clayton, who's gone for Thibaut Courtois. What do you think of that, Dan? Yeah, spot on. I mean. Came in, did a job, especially the Spurs game when he came into midfield. He looks a real prospect. He's big, he's solid, he reads the game, his jumping ability is amazing. I mean, he jumps like. And he doesn't know how, know how to stick one on somebody as does, well. He's yeah. done a few naughty tackles, and, and I like a bit. And of he's that, got that kind of really kind of infectious smile about him. Happy. Yeah, yeah happy. Kurt's uh, yeah, happy, I, I'm happy. happy. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a real great prospect. You know, strength, power, pace. The way he, um, the semi final against Liverpool when he just ran past Sterling, tackled it, and then just. Started off an attack. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. That was a great brilliant. moment, actually. Yeah. That well, well done for reminding me of yeah, that. I mean, you Smart. could argue that possibly this, you know, breakthrough player should have gone to one of the one of the younger players. That's kind of what I was but thinking. But are they any younger than ha- and have Zuma any, anyway? And have yeah. it have, have any of them actually broken through? Precisely the really? point I was about to say. You yeah. took the words out of me. Yeah. Sorry, Smart. No, but right, ten, ten minutes here and there for Rotham. Hmm. You know, I know he got a, about you know sixty minutes in the last couple of games, but. 
Will they ever play for the first team again? Oh, we don't know we the don't answer know. to that, but we know that Zuma Ooh, will. Don't. I don't want to get into a debate about no. that because time is pressing. But Dan? Just quickly on that, I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek will be the breakthrough player of next You're season. You're very keen on him, aren't you? I'm actually? very keen on him. I think Jose's very keen on him as well because he plays in a position where we need someone. But he hasn't really broken through this season just because he's played a few dead rubbers. He's looked mm. brilliant when he's done it, but Zuma has been immense. So. Yeah, the Leicester oh, players could have yeah. done with a few dead rubbers, incidentally, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, it is unanimous, really, Apart from Clayton, and we forgive him for for his predilection towards goalkeepers. No, I just, I think you're wrong. Well, no, come on then. You're going to have to shout because we can't hear you. I think you're wrong because he has broken through into the team. He's been in the team all season, so he is the breakthrough player. Zuma hasn't broken through because he's not a regular. You have to define your terms. Can, can a player who's played in a Champions League final break through to anywhere? Yeah. Yeah, because he basically was up against the, the, one of the best goalkeepers in the world and took his spot. I'm not going to get into that because we'll be here three hours discussing that. But it's a good point. It's a good point. You 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 sit there and drink your black sheep. You'll be fine. Neither of them have played every game. Yeah. All right. Okay. Enough. We're we're. Zuma, very quickly. Wonderful moment after the Capital One Cup final where he was imperious. Zuma, where JT hugged him just after they'd been given the trophy, and I thought that was a wonderful. I totally concur. Right. Most underrated player of the season. Um, well, I mean, you know, this one, this one's a, actually, again, we've been pretty, pretty uh, unanimous on this, although I have uh, diverged, uh, as, as, as has Dan, interestingly enough. Um, I'll tell you who, who the peeps on Twitter have gone for. Uh, most of them have gone for William. In fact, 21 people voted for William, which is, I think, a great shout, because I, I, I mentioned it earlier on that I think he's been massively underrated. Interestingly enough, a lot of people went for Aspie. Um, by far and away the, the, the second most significant number. And in fact, so did uh, Martin, Jonathan, Dan and Clayton. They've all voted for Aspie. Some, you know, a few people went for Remy. Then there were one or two who went for Ramirez, Cahill and Luis. I think all of them actually very, very good shouts. However, I'll start with those that were a bit different. I, I've, gone, I've gone for Brana Ivanovic, who absolutely nobody nominated. And, and, and I'll, I'll just, if you allow me to, to be a bit indulgent, the reason I, I, I went for Branner is because exactly that. I just think he gets, he's so underrated. He's been an absolute rock this season particularly. I think he's actually been a rock for the last three or four. But, I, you know, I think Branner's now become one of the first names on the team sheet. He's scored about six goals this season. And I, and I absolutely love this bloke. I really do. And I think Mourinho does too. And it, you know, when you talk about all of the, the first picks and the really, really important players, so, in other words, I think Courtois is now in that capacity, uh, JT, obviously, Hazard, uh, Matic, Fabregas and Fit, Costa, th- those are the people that you expect. People always forget about Branner. He, I, I don't he's, think a, he's, Branner. A, he's first on the team sheet with that lot for me. I don't think Branner is underrated. I think well, people I think rate him is. very highly. Well, I don't think he gets uh, that recognition. Certainly, certainly uh, um, things I've heard on TV... People rate him very highly. They put him in their teams of the season and, and various categories. But but I, he just wasn't as highly rated as JT. Otherwise, he would have got player of the season. And Hazard's missed out completely. But Look, I've got to interrupt you here because Clive O'Connell, who is in the house, <laughs> hang on, I, I've just, it's just disappeared up the screen. Uh, but basically, he said that Clayton's off on one. His rants from his bad about his second second class music or something. He wanted to have a pop at Roxy Music. He didn't. I, I wasn't having that. Despicable. <laughs> I wasn't having that. I'm not having that either, Clayton. I'm on your side with that. So, okay. Uh, I mean, okay. I'll, I'll accept it if you take my point. Mm. Do you take my no, point? No, I do take your point. 
But All I don't right. think he's underrated. Now, uh, Dan's the only other dissenter. Wait, wait, no whispering in the ranks, please. Uh, Dan uh, went for Dan Dan Levine went for Remy as his underrated player of the season. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit debatable, isn't it? Because it depends whether or not he's rated or underrated. I think people have missed him a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of Chelsea fans who, who know what's going on have really recognised his goals per game ratio, which has been bloody incredible. Yeah. Um, but he's just a really good all-round complete sort of forward uh, and he's got a really positive attitude and he's had a stinker of a season through no fault of his own um, just because he's been out with injuries and things like that and even through that he scored a load of goals and he, every minute he's been on the pitch he's looked useful I yeah. think yeah he's got some very crucial goals as well yeah. like Holloway yeah I mean I've got I've got I, I actually have no I have no problem with that at all because I've been saying it for weeks on the show I've been disappointed in Remy because I I think he needs to grasp his opportunity but I think the reality is is that he scored some really important goals I think he he looks like a proper striker I I love his movement you know into the box that goal the last goal um, against Sunderland was was a great example of that and of course he has had a bit of an issue uh, with injuries, I think, at a very crucial time yeah. when he was about to go and grab that chance. Now, Dan will probably know this better than anyone around the table. Is it true about the rumours that he's he's had a bit of an a bit of a run in with Mourinho this season? I don't think so at all. No, good. Um, I think Mourinho rates him very highly. I think he rates Mourinho as a boss, um, and I think he likes the amount of time that Mourinho has given him when he's just not been quite right. Um, and uh, the, I suppose the difficulty with this this um, this category about whether someone's rated or underrated is that this maybe these these results show that, that the people who listen to your podcast are a little bit cuter and know their stuff a bit better because they obviously do rate Remy, which is why he's not been nominated. Well, no, they don't actually, mate. All right, I, okay. Honestly, only only, <laughs> okay. only you and 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 th- I mean, you know, I'd say probably about about five percent of the Twitter fi- uh, Facebook. People who nominated went for Remy, so he, he my, went my under the wire. Being, my point which being, is people don't point. see him yeah, as being yeah, underrated. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Well, that that aside, you know, the majority of us and in and in well, the majority of us around the table, other than me and Dan, we all went for Aspilicueta. So that was slightly at odds with what everybody else was saying out in the social media world, which was for for William. But I think Aspi is a good shout, so I commend you, and I will declare Cesar Aspilicueta, also known very annoyingly as Dave. Dave as the most underrated player of the season. So there we go. Well done, Dave. <laughs> Lovely. Moving on. Uh, you don't get this kind of quality from Claire Balding, do you? Right. OK, moving on. Uh, most disappointing player of the season. Now, I am delighted to say that there were one or two people on Twitter who did kind of take umbrage at this and said, no Chelsea players disappoint me. They all do their best. And I think that's fantastic. It's the kind of thing Cheltel would have said, isn't it, Smart? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want this get award the section. Team. They're all Chelsea players. They've all been brilliant. You know? he, who, he who should not be named. He would do the same. He would definitely he would say do. the same. But I think fair game, you know. I think this is a podcast and we're allowed to have our view. And we're allowed to be disappointed. It doesn't mean that we don't love these players. Uh, and the proof of that pudding, of course, is the fact that I myself, uh, as, as did Jonathan, in fact, I, I, got, I went for Oscar. Now, that's not because I don't... I love Oscar, and that's my point. I, I'm, I'm disappointed that he's... He still hasn't managed to be the player I think and know that he can be, and that's why I'm disappointed with him. Whereas uh, Dan's gone for for Drogs, which I'm going to talk to him about in a minute because that's interesting. Martin's gone for Quadrado, which I can understand totally, uh, as has Dan Silves, and Clayton's gone for Ramirez, which I, I equally kind of get. So all very plausible. The people on on social media have been some somewhat predictable uh, with this one. Uh, the majority 
by a long way have gone for Quadrado. Although I have to say a lot have also gone for Oscar. So they're kind of, you know, slightly in line with what I'm thinking. And then there's been a few others mentioned. Sherla, Salah, Ramirez, Luis, to name but a few. So, you know, it does tend to split opinion, this one. But first of all, Dan, why did? Didier. Um, well, first of all, on uh, Quadrado, he's only been a half a season. So I'm not sure he can be the most disappointing player of the season. Um, <laughs> it's a bit difficult. Know, it was a bit, to be fair, he did try hard. You know, he can be the most disappointing player of half the season. I think that's fair yeah. enough. But I think I'm being quite literal when I talk about Didier Drogba because I think everyone had such high expectations, um, and he hasn't really achieved them. Well, hang on a minute. Well, high expectations of what? Nah, I think people expected him to come in and, and look more lively than he has done. No, and no, part of that. I didn't. No, no. No. Well, I was, maybe no one in this room yeah. did. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, but uh, I, I think on and and I should say I'm one of Didier's biggest fans. I'm not coating off here by any. Are you a Didier Drogba fanboy? I'm definitely a okay. Didier Drogba <laughs> fanboy. And uh, and when he did his last interview as a Chelsea player at the end of the season, I was very pleased to be there, and it was brilliant. Um, but um, he's probably looked like our fourth best centre half. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's also looked like our fourth best striker, and we've only got three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm yeah, totally in agreement, Dan. Okay. Yeah, it's like watching a wardrobe. A little bit, yeah. Or a fridge. Other appliances are available. Other appliances yeah. are available. Um, he's but, probably a Bosch. <laughs> but he's definitely not a Smeg. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> fridge, obviously. But God love him, he's a legend. He will always be a legend, and we'll miss him when he's gone. Okay, fair enough. No, no, that's a a good argument. Um, But there you go. I think, shout why Ramirez for you, Clayton. Because, well... Because he has been injured, the poor boy. He has been injured, but he never, ever... I don't say, no, that's wrong, because he does have games where he plays okay. It, It should be against the law that we have a Brazilian that can't pass. And I just... He, he never fails to disappoint. Yeah, but maybe you, we're not looking at it from the right... I mean, because, you know, I've no, given... Okay, you're talking about disappointment in the season. Quadrado was an easy target. Yeah. I, mean, I just... You, you can't even go there. I mean, the, I, I'm not going to start on that because that will start Jonathan off and we'll be here all night, which we're going to be anyway. We are, yeah. But I just... I really... He hasn't developed. I don't think that season on season he's got better and better. And yes, I know he's been injured... And I know he comes in every now and again and does a job when we're defending away from home and they stick him out on the right and he tracks back and this, that and the other. But I remember that fantastic yeah. goal he scored, not going to say Barcelona, but the fantastic goal he scored against Man City. Well, he got goal yeah. of the season yeah. two years running. And he was just brilliant. And you think... Did score a belter against Leicester this season. That was ridiculous. That was absolutely... Yeah, that was the only goal this year that made me laugh. <laughs> laugh out loud. Yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, you, 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 but, but that is why he's disappointing. Yeah. Because if you can do that, if you have the skill to do that, you should be doing more. No, I think, you know, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with any of that. But nevertheless, around uh, this table, and also taking into account uh, social media in it, uh, it's fairly split between Oscar and Quadrado, and therefore I decree, as the chairman tonight, that we have to have a show of hands between Oscar and Quadrado. So hands up for Oscar as the most disappointing player of the season. We have four. Okay, hands up for Quadrado. Three. Okay, so therefore it's official. The four Chelsea... against four, there's only seven. No, one, two, one, one, two, three. There's some Tower Hamlets voting going on one, there a minute. One, two, 
One, two. Emilda Marcos, eat your heart out. Right, I'll do it again. Mr. Platter. Just for the hard of thinking. Right. Oscar, hands up. That's four, right? Quadrado, hands up. <laughs> I was right for that time. Oscar, it's five four this time. Oscar, yeah. Oscar is the most. Oscar is the most disappointing Chelsea player of the year. Get better, Oscar, next year, please, and certainly Arthur don't don't go to Juventus. Right, uh, that's it for uh, for this part. My God, I, I was taken by surprise there somewhat. Right after the break, we'll be announcing the winners of the goal of the season, match of the season, away day of the season, best moment of the season, and chant of the season. But before all that, I have to go for a gypsy's kiss, as Cheltel would say. See you lot in a second. The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chels. Alrighty, we're back for part two of the Chelsea Fancast special end of season awards type thingy bob show. And of course, I am Stanford Chidge. And I've got round the table a little bit of a squad rotation. We've now got uh, joining me and the wonderful Dan Levine, a.k.a. Bruce Chronicle. We've got Jonathan Kidd. Hello, team. How are you, fella? I'm good, thank you. You're looking well, actually. Thank you very much. You thank are a bit tired, bit maybe? Is, I'm a bit tired. I didn't think too much. Yeah. I've been, been working today. Oh, dear. Well, it was nice to see you on Saturday very briefly in your lovely, very strokeable, what I decided to call a pulling jacket. Yes, yes. You stroked it a lot. I too did. much, I, I think. Know. I know. Well, if it was attracting me, just think what it could have done for some of the ladies you were oh, later on seeing. Oh, yes, yes. Anyway. I was uh, a magnet. I bet you, you've always been a babe magnet, Jonathan. We've also got uh, round the table a well-known Chelsea babe magnet, also known as Clayton the Beer Man tonight, because he has been br- he has brought lots of real beer, I believe. I have, and I'm drinking most of it. Good man, that's why I like evening, to see. Good evening, everybody, and I would like to also say what a lovely. I'd say it was more a smoking jacket, the sort of, <laughs> oh. jacket, the sort of jacket that Cyril Fletcher used to wear. Oh, I remember, slide. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yes. Uh, Clive O'Connell yeah. is, uh, as a lawyer, he should know far better than to come out. Now, hang on, I have to get this right. Uh, Dan, you're my. Oh, actually, I've got two lawyers on the table tonight. Which is very good. Uh, when you when you say something about somebody, it's slanderous. When you write it, it's libelous, right? Correct. Yeah, best not say either, really. So he's been libelous. He said, "Chidge is starting to slur. This could get messy." <sighs> Uh, you'll be hearing from both of my lawyers who are sitting next to me. Was that tonight. an outrageous Stop, slur on your character? That's a slur on my character. Yes, Very you'll, good. You'll notice how clever, because Clive is so clever, how he spelt messy. Yes, but it's the but I'm it's... starting to slur that's the slur. <laughs> anyway, it's just how I normally speak. It's been a long day, Clive. Leave me alone. Um, anyway, uh, without further ado, we've got uh, awards in this part for goal of the season, match of the season, away day of the season, best moment of the season, and chant of the season. Or put it another way, Basically, all of my favourite awards in one fun-packed bumper part, I reckon. Uh, Smart's, Smart's absolutely glued to the TV where he can see the Mixler feed. No, no, that's a problem. I can't. Oh, you can't? You're too far away? <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to read it. You know. yeah, I tell you what, if you put Andy's glasses on over your glasses, you might have a chance. I look like Professor Brainstorm. You will. Yes, it's more peering rather than gluing. These are not glasses. These are optical patches. Anyway, enough, enough. Goal of the season. Now... 
uh, on 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 uh, that thing that we like to call social media, uh, there's been an awful lot of love for Andre Schürrle's uh, goal in the first match of the season against Burnley. In fact, actually, uh, I, I think it's romped it from social media's perspective. Was it actually the first Chelsea goal of the season? I think it second. Second. Was second. 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 <coughs> yeah. I was there. And uh, also getting a lot of love, but spread very thinly underneath Schürrle versus uh, Burnley. Were Chesk versus QPR? Please, please, please. Which I think is a Chesk. great Fabregas. Just yeah, call, yeah, just call him Fabregas. Yeah, but it was shorter for me to write than it's all, Fabregas. It's all a bit Arsenal, isn't it? If we start calling him Chesk, he's supposed no, to be. No, okay. It's Chesk okay. Fabregas. No, I, 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 fair enough. Actually, it's just I was being lazy and uh, I couldn't be bothered to write Fabregas. But anyway, Fabregas versus QPR, which is a great shout uh, because I think emotionally that was a superb goal because of the digging out we were getting at the time. Oscars versus QPR, which of course won the official goal of the season by Chelsea. Brilliant goal. Costas versus Everton, which I only vaguely remember. It seems a long time ago. Costas versus Newcastle, which I can't remember at all. Uh, Fabregas versus Palace, which I don't remember either. But then it, I am Very no good. barometer. Very good. I am no barometer of this. I can't even remember what happened last week, that's let you, alone yesterday. That's why you voted for the Queensborough Rangers away game, as it was so recent. I didn't vote for that. Anyway, okay. uh, Costas versus Swansea, which I do remember. Hazard versus Saints, which I do remember. And Williams versus Everton, which I think you can take in the same breath as Fabregas versus QPR. But I also think a superbly important goal, last-minute winner, very difficult match, and pretty much... I wouldn't say guaranteed us getting winning the title, but it kind of put everybody else back in their box at a time when we might have wobbled a bit. So a real difference of opinion out on social media. You haven't mentioned mine. You haven't mentioned drug. No, because what I do, you see, Jonathan. Yeah. And I know, I've, I've not been paying attention. No, you, clearly you haven't. Yeah. You know, leave Periscope and Twitter and Christ knows what else alone when you're on the sofa. Pay attention to what we're talking yeah, okay. about. Yeah. But I, I basically go through what the people on social media have said, and then, and then I say what we nominated. And as you're making such a fuss, I will start with you. Thank you. Uh, because as, as Jonathan's been very keen to tell us, he voted or nominated Drogba's goal versus Leicester. And I'm sure we're all very interested to know why. Uh, because uh, I thought we were going to blow it. And I thought the end of the season was going to be... Because uh... you're very optimistic about everything, really, Jonathan. <laughs> I thought the whole season were going to be, from there was going to unravel desperately. <laughs> and we were playing so appallingly in the first half. And he was playing the worst I've seen him play. And I just thought, what, I, what well, is going well, on you here? Well, you and everybody on social media, are, I mean, including me, no, I, I, wasn't, I, was, I wasn't coaching him off. I, I was on well, social media. I, mean, I, yeah. I, was just, I was just despairing. And, I then, just, he, I then, then he scored. Go, yeah, then he scored a magnificent Drogba-type goal can out I, of nothing. Can yeah. I dare to interject here? But please, just, just please, before, you're a brave man. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> before he scored that goal, I said that he, he, he almost looked like a king that he once was. Unfortunately, the king was Richard III. <laughs> And, uh, and, and then, somebody's and then, putting a dagger into his backside. Exactly. And then two minutes later, he scored a goal. <laughs> yeah, a great goal. I mean, a really fantastic drug goal just out of nothing. It was a proper drug goal. It was a wasn't proper drug goal. I tell you what, mate. What I have to say is, I mean, I've only ever watched a game with you live once, and it was kind of in your boudoir in the East Middle. Indeed. And I and think you got up on several occasions, which you're not allowed to. Do I know. Well, you. I think. I, I don't actually think it was a very real oh. match watching experience for you, Jonathan, because you spent the entire match more worried about what I was about to do next <laughs> than actually... Because what I want to do is go to a match with you where, where you're out of that environment and you just sit there being negative and really no, worried. No, no, and, no, no, you know, no. All the no, time. I'm, I'm funny enough, I'm actually very, very vocal. Well, I don't, I don't mean it like that. I no, mean, but in a positive way. I don't mean it like that. It's just yeah. that everything that you ever, ever say on this show gives me the feeling that when I watch the match, <laughs> you think it's all going to go horribly wrong yeah, every minute. Yeah. And I just want to sit there with you and just laugh at that. And stroke me. Well, I don't know, you know, if you're wearing your jacket, I will. <laughs> 
I don't, if you're wearing that jacket, I don't. Well, Dan, Dan and I will leave the table. But it is. I just love no, to watch no, in a positive way, as if yes. I'm, you know, in a kind of avuncular way. I you know, know. Oh, oh, Jonathan, it'll be okay. Do you know what? I, I, I know what the. I, do you know what? I know. I know what the problem is for you, mate. Which is why watching Chelsea can be such a torturous. Oh, thing. Is this your psychoanalytic? Yes, it is. Uh, well, yeah. No, actually, this is with my doctor. Is of, do- no, it's my doctor of drinking hat your, your on. Doctor you, of football. You don't drink. That's it. <laughs> You know, I, I've been watching Chelsea for a very long time, and 95% of it, I've been absolutely pissed as a fart. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm it immune helps, to it, it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, alternatively, do what Sorry, Sophie Rose as, did, which, as, was to, uh, which was to drink and uh, and have a coat over you for most of the game. Well, so yes. Nobody would know Sophie what was going is, on. is different, though, yeah. as we all know. Yes, indeed. Okay, so, so Jonathan, as, as, as Jonathan hang on, whoa, please. Jonathan's gone for drugs versus Leicester. Who have you gone for, Clayton? Shirley. Burnley. You've been, you've kind of gone. <laughs> you, you're, you are, you're going for the, the, the he, norm. In fact, I mean, you voted for Shirley. I am, I'm very normal. I, I just, you're not it, the only one. It was one of those goals that had it been Messi to Iniesta to Xavi and tap in the ball, everybody would have just said that is absolutely brilliant. It didn't make the match of the day top ten. It didn't make anything, and I, absolutely ridiculous. It was a fantastic, it was, fantastic. The whole build-up, the touch yeah. by Fabregas, which I know we will talk about later, just wonderful. Not and that was the pass from from uh, Ivanovic to. Which, yeah. was, which was great as well. Yeah, absolutely agree. It was a wonderful goal. My yeah, objection and, is that it was Scherler who scored it. Oh. I, you know, I, I, I think that was churlish because I think the club didn't count it on their goal of the season because he's no longer with the club. Oh, that's pants. No, but is I, that right? I, I, that's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that was official, but but I think it was a suspicion yeah. that that was maybe why it got lost in the post. Mm. Yeah. I'm not happy if that's the case. <laughs> and I agree with them. Right, OK. I, I'm just trying to bring a bit of order to the table. It's amazing, isn't it? The chaos that gets caused the minute that Jonathan sits around the table, and that is why I love him. <laughs> uh, right, so Dan's gone for... Dan Levine has also gone for... Sherla versus Burnley. Martin's gone for Sherla versus Burnley. Clayton, as you've heard, has gone for Sherla versus Burnley. Dan um, Dan Silver has gone for Oscar versus QPR, which I, I think is a laudable shout. Incidentally, yeah. Trish, can I just point out that Matt Bergson has said that uh, you're going to lose your case in terms of this slurring libel because you're all over the place, mate. Yeah, I'm also, <laughs> you cheeky <laughs> bastards. Okay, just to sort you rot, rot right out, if I can even say it. I've also had, had a, a, an element of spring roll brought by Dan Levine from Dim Tea Sabotage. stuck in my flaming throat for the last hour. Did so my, you're lucky I can even speak. Cheers, did, did, did my spring roll get stuck in you your throat? You assassinated me with a spring roll. Bought, See, bought that, from that, uh, Kim Jong-il or something, I suspect. That's anyway. why I was interrupting, because you said you went into Chelsea games 95% of the time you were drunk. As half of your lawyer, I'm trying to protect you from admitting that drink is obviously a problem. But only only at the foot. No, it's not a problem at the football. It's an absolute positive boon, you know. <laughs> it was. In I mean, the if, you went, if, you went the to, if you went to Chelsea in the 80s sober, you would probably have committed yeah. suicide yeah, within yeah, about three yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to leave at half time. I couldn't stand it. So. Anyway, enough, you lot. Honestly, I went. I used to go. It's getting chaotic already, and I'm losing control, and not just of myself. Uh, right, I just want to have a very quick, quick chat because we've spent 10 minutes already and we haven't even voted for the first bloody award. But I just would like to... I, I voted for Hazard's goal against Man United and I'd just like to explain why, seeing as no other bugger voted for it, even on social media. But I thought it was a brilliantly executed, classically Hazard goal, but it was set up by a moment of sheer Brazilian class and magic by Oscar. That back heel... It was a superb... And... Yeah massively important we only beat them 1-0 that was a very tense game but that pretty much put to bed any challenge that Chelsea had because we all knew we weren't going to lose against Arsenal uh so and United were flying at the time if you remember they were on a run of really good form 
And, and I think that that goal went a long way to securing the title. And I, that's why I voted for that. But the bottom line is, the uh, the majority around the table have gone for Scherler versus Burnley, as have social media. So I officially, therefore, declare, in a Claire Balding blue dress style, that Andre Scherler's goal versus Burnley... What, why are you looking at me like that? Never seen her wear a dress. Well, she did for the Chelsea official player of oh, the year. Oh, she did. Yeah. Did Michael Attenborough give a wonderful speech? Though? I didn't see it. I just I've saw the pictures of her in a blue dress. Okay. And all the stick that she got from did most you go Chelsea supporters. I didn't. No. Oh, okay. All right. Can I carry on with the uh, presentation Please of the award? Do. Thank you. It doesn't happen anywhere else, does it? Anyway, so yes, Scherler against Burnley gets the goal of the season. Well done, Scherler. And um, you are much missed, my friend. And I just want to say to Clifford Blue Yank Cravello, Clifford! Because he kind of did that to me in Mixler. So sorry if I've just made people deaf uh, who are wearing headphones. Right, next uh, next is match of the season. Now this actually, uh, there is a little bit of uh, a pattern here for one particular match. But I'll just give you uh, uh, the lowdown of what they're saying on Twitter and stuff. Um, Everton away romped home as far as people on Twitter are concerned. Uh, Swansea away got a few votes. And then it was very much split between Arsenal at home, Manu at home... The Capital One Cup final, which I think is a very good shout. Palace away, which I think a lot of people chose because they just love the atmosphere there, I think, mm. judging by what I saw. And Spurs away, and, I, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll explain Spurs away. Yeah, really? I know. No, but actually... Do we have a, to explain it? I'll explain it. And it was from, from my new best friend, Blind Lemon Harvey, who used to be a resident of Pimlico, but he pointed out that that was the... And you, I think, pointed it out in your excellent blog, which actually everybody should read on ChelseaFanCast.com. Clayton's done a season review, which will bring a little bit of order, whereas this only brings chaos. Um, but actually, the point that uh, was made was that that match, JT scored the goal, which kept us at the top of the table on goal difference. Yeah. And after that match, Jose basically reined it all in, shut up shop and dug them out, you know? Uh, so actually, that was a, a match defined a, a match which defined our season in many respects, even though it was horrible to witness. But after that, particularly it, with a hangover on New Year's yeah, Day. But after that, he never allowed it to happen again, which I think is a very good way of putting it. So I can understand the love for that. But that aside, uh, can I just tell you who we voted for here? I went for Swansea away, um, largely Brilliant. because it's the best football I've seen Chelsea play since the days of Zola, actually when he, he used to run riot and he did a few matches in the kind of the late 90s. But that was the best football, best attacking football I've really ever seen as play. I just thought we were phenomenal. And Swansea are a decent side. Uh, Dan Levine and uh, Dan Silva and Clayton have all gone for Everton 3, Chelsea 6, which I would acknowledge is probably the most bonkers game I've ever seen. I'm being called out a little bit here by uh, Andy because... Uh, I didn't even see the game because I was so busy doing rewrites on my copy. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain I, I lost two goals at least in, in that rewrite. So. It was, but I mean, that podcast, the podcast that we did in those days, we were still on the telly, but we called that the day the world went mad. And I mean, it was the maddest football match I've ever seen. Was Brilliant. it seven goals in 23 minutes or something? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Now, Martin went for the Capital uh, 1 final. Very quickly, Martin, why? I mean, I think Just I know why. But Tottenham at Wembley again. Yeah, yeah. Never happened. What do you mean again? That was the first time he beat them at Wembley. Semi-final? Semi-final. Uh, in a final. Yeah. He corrects himself yeah, quickly. Yeah, quickly. So I can understand the love for that. And Jonathan Jonathan was left field. You went for the Capital One Cup semi-final. I presume the home leg. The home leg, indeed. 
Why, no, what made you choose that? Atmosphere was the best of the season. Okay. Other than, it was, it was other than to the end, it was brilliant utterly brilliant. So there we go. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, chaps, I mean, do any of you have a problem with Everton uh, and, and uh, three Chelsea six being awarded the uh, match of the season? No, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great game. I mean, I, I wasn't there. I watched it on telly and it was, as you say, bonkers. I felt and it was a bit early. A bit early to call Third it game of the season. season. Yeah, yeah, that's... A bit early for yeah. me. Interesting that so many people have nominated. I mean, it's going to win because when I mean, half of us, I've, I've got a, a technical objection from the National Union of Journalists saying that we should never have a game like that again because we can't write our bloody no, match reports. Deal with it, mate. Deal with it. Nine goal thrillers. Just write down all the goals and just leave it. All right, look. Yeah. Officially, that is our match of the season: Everton uh, three, Chelsea six. I got no problem with that, even though I didn't vote for it. Okay, away day of the season. Now, of course, this can you know my my meaning behind way away day of the season is is simple. It's the one that the away supporters have absolutely loved more than any other match. And as we all know, that can have very little to do with the football or the result. So I think most of the people get where I'm coming from when I when I put this up as an award. Um, now, excuse me, uh, red stripe going down the wrong way. That being the case, we've had a very interesting selection from social media. Uh, you know, some have gone for Swansea. Only a few, but some have, and I can understand that. I mean, it's a superb match to be at. I'm delighted to know that the, the, the biggest response we've got on Twitter was for the West Brom away match, which absolutely vindicates what I said. Totally. You know, we lost 3-0. It was utter rubbish, and yet it was a mental away day. It well, was proper Chelsea. It was proper Chelsea, Dan, wasn't it? In fact, you'll be delighted to know that this crops up later on in the show as well, okay. the West Brom away. Uh, Leicester away also got quite a lot of votes. In fact, the second most votes to, to West Brom... And I think that that's a, a very good shout too. I think, I mean, Dan was there. I nearly made it, but I couldn't go. And you, you, I remember you telling me, mate, you missed a cracker. It yeah, was great really fun. Good. Very good away day, singing the whole way through. And that mm. was a very, quite a similar moment towards the end of the season. Excellent. So it was a big win. And now a lot of people have also gone for Everton away because I think that was just a mental match and it was a great atmosphere. Again, for Arsenal away because uh, I think really largely due to the fact that we, as always, took the piss afterwards in and around the Emirates. And we love a bit of that. Uh, Newcastle got a few shouts. Newcastle away, which is a very popular away, even though we lost. There we go. It's funny again. Well, a lot of people. I mean, Tim. Tim Rolls, for example. Always a good trip, Newcastle. Great trip. A lot of fun to be had, and we Let's lost. We ha- we haven't won there since Harold Wilson was prime minister. Or walk. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, it's I, not a cycle, mate. Okay, well, good for you. Yeah, you can tell it's not me, Dan. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can understand the love for that because, uh, in a funny sort of way, when you go away and you lose, it just brings you all together a bit more. Liverpool. Liverpool also got an honourable mention. Now, the boys round the table voted thusly. Um, I voted for West Brom away. Now, I also, I should, I should, there's a caveat to this. I'm disgusted to admit, really sad to admit, that I didn't do one away match this year, which is the first year since I can remember. And it's not because I'm a plastic or the rest of it. I just haven't had the money or the time. And I, but I'm gutted to admit that. It's awful because I really enjoy, I don't do a lot of aways, but I enjoy doing a few. Should you, know? you be allowed to present the programme? Are you trying to make a bid for it? No, I'm Who just do you think you are? perhaps we should vote. You that bloke from Jordan, mate. Is it going to be a coup? And I'll come second then. No, there I, needs I, to be a first vote. You, this is the, I, I am the set blatter of the podcast world, mate. <laughs> you know, if you get some backhanders working here, on your way back, on your way back to Hammersmith, I would be very worried. You know, I've got people who know people who know people who will okay. sort you out. Thank you. Um, anyway, so uh, going back to uh, where we were, I mean, I voted for West Brom because I just loved. I mean, I had to watch it on the telly, but it was clear what a special atmosphere that was, and the worse we played. 
the more we went behind, the better the support got. And I remember when we did the podcast afterwards, I said it took me back to the 80s, the kind of support we had then, Dan. It was mental. And, um, you know, pe- people went in with a party atmosphere from the outset, I think. And West Brom's a good place to go because West <clears throat> Brom have got decent fans as well. And, and the Hawthorns has always got, is always bouncing, literally bouncing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, boing, of course, boing. it all started with them playing the liquidator. And the whole ground was singing the liquidator. And, and that was immense because um, it's their song as much as it is ours. In fact, they've maybe got a little bit more of a claim to it than we have. Um, but- Actually, very quickly, because a lot of people were getting sniffy on Twitter. I mean, now, I've known that they've uh, done the liquidator at West Brom since the liquidator came out, but do you know, do you know why they do it, Dan? I have no idea at all. No, I'd, I'd but, love but, to know yeah. why. Um, you know, obviously, I don't know any other supporters from other clubs, so I, I could otherwise I'd ask one. dances to it. They have a specific dance, the mascot does to it, okay. which they've been doing for years. But they years. don't like Wolverhampton. Don't. That no, is that is the line in, in the, in the I, song. I don't blame them because Wolverhampton do hi-ho silver lining, and that's enough to hate any club. But after <laughs> the third goal went in, and the away end, as one, rose on 60 minutes and started singing we won the league we've and won the league we've won the league and didn't stop for 33 minutes yeah there was no break in it yeah. and i can feel the hairs on the back of my neck yeah. now going up just talking about it i had hairs on the back of my neck and i was watching it on the telly because i mean you know my first experiences of chelsea were when you know probably in the 80s when when we used to do chelsea 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 and it would go on it's for just a whole like half just like henry winter mentioned that yeah. he didn't do yeah. that was the, he thought that was the record he thought he said he thought that was 38 minutes mm. <laughs> that's why i love henry all right anyway we better get on because i mean basically 1986 he said that was as well i voted for west brom dan voted for west brom um, now Martin and Clayton interestingly enough both voted for the Capital One Cup Clayton I, it was a very special day for you wasn't it well it was a special day because I took my son um, and it was a special day because I hate them more than anybody else yeah. any other team and, and it's lovely beating them isn't it I was I was just about old enough to watch us lose in 67 and then I was there I was Av- there Clayton. Avram's Superb tactical masterclass when we yeah. lost in 2008. Was it 2008 or 2009? Um, and just to beat them is just... And to have my son there was, was just absolutely fantastic. First final he'd ever been to. So for me, um, I don't go to hardly any away games anymore because obviously I'm a plastic. Um, but yeah, for me, that was absolutely brilliant. Now, the one... the one uh, No, actually, no, there were two. I mean, Dan went for Leicester, and I think we, we talked about that a minute ago. Jonathan, you went for Swansea. Was that was that really to do with the football, or...? Yes, to do with the football. OK. Other than the um, the, the day. I, well, it was a wonderful day, I'm afraid. I was just... Because I'm being a total pessimist, but if they score five goals, you know, there's no possibility that you think they're going to lose, are you? All right, so... I was so, thinking, oh, they're going to come back and win 6-5. Whilst there is... That's very true, mate. <laughs> whilst... Whilst round the table there is a bit of a split between the West Brom away and the Capital One Cup final, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with what the people say. And the people have spoken and they say it's West Brom away. So I therefore officially announce that the best away match of the season for the Chelsea Football Fancast Awards is West Brom away. (laughs) All of those who were there, well bloody done. That was fantastic. Now, best moment of the season... um, Let's have well. I tell you what, this this absolutely split everybody all over the shop. I'll just give you an idea of what the people on social media were saying. Uh, Fabregas's pass at Burnley, Williams' goal at home to Everton, the final whistle versus Palace uh, when we were basically won the league, beating Spurs at Wembley, Manu at home, last minute winner versus QPR, West Brom away, but particularly Jose going up to the away mm. support. Um, 
Martin Wickham, I remember this. He said the best uh, best thing about it was uh, in in the Fimber Arms after Palace and Sunderland. You know, I mean, it basically it's completely. You know, there is no standout really from from social media. But us more sensible people, I hesitate to say, have gone thusly. I have voted uh, for the final whistle versus Palace, which is rather born of relief more than anything else. But I was exceptionally happy at that moment. And I would happily say that was my best moment of the season. Uh, Dan, again, perfectly understandably, and I I could have voted for this. There was a very large part of me that wanted to vote for this because I was incredibly happy at the time when we beat Spurs at Wembley, Dan, because I understand the significance of that. And actually, as a corollary of that, probably my worst moment uh, supporting Chelsea in recent times was the final that we lost in the League Cup because we were so abjectly shit and Avram Grant but also the fighting that was breaking out for a full 90 minutes in front of me because there were idiots who wouldn't get up and support the team and people who were desperately trying to get people to support the team so all in all a pretty bloody horrible day so that was sweet and I get that Martin, bless his heart, has gone for the Scousers giving us a guard of honour yes I definitely think that deserves a round of applause Martin's best contribution of the show tonight is that absolute nomination. Um, Jonathan's gone for the final whistle versus Palace. I'm gonna, just curiously, is for the same reason as me, was it relief, mate? Complete relief. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, as, as I said, most of the season I kept thinking we'd you know, implode <laughs> and know. be overtaken. And be relegated, yeah, probably. Pr- yeah, exactly. And then get fined or something it's and mysteriously end up in the third division. <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. Yes, exactly. No, I'm glad, glad we, 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 we have the same sentiment there. I'm delighted that Dan Silver... Uh, like Martin Wickham went yeah. for the fin after just just very quickly tell me why Dan I know I know yes. the answer why but phenomenal the atmosphere the singing the old school singing getting Fimbra Road shut yeah just yeah. it's brilliant you know, there's half the, the road was shut it was just a brilliant atmosphere it was a really great it's what it's about yeah. isn't it, yeah. it was the, well, after the Sunderland game was uh, this yeah, it was, it was both games because it was kind yeah. of fresh the culmination of 35 games and just the sheer relief waiting five years and then we've done it seeing people we see every week, all the regulars, and just, it was just a brilliant, brilliant time. I think, you know, when I wrote my, my weekly IBT blog after that, I think the point that I made was that, you know, over and above the football, uh, and why I felt so happy, apart from the copious amount of beer I drank in the fin afterwards, but actually for me, what made it special and, and made me so happy was seeing the joy on all of my friends' faces that were there, and I think that's actually what makes it special. And I think that's pretty much what you're saying, yeah, isn't it? Just, and, and, yeah, people you've, you've seen, you know. Yeah. People, special, isn't it? It was fabulous. People. It was great. It was, the Fimber, it was completely what, it was, wonderful. It's what mm-hmm. it was all about. Yeah. Well, and, and the landlord is some. Um, well, we'll talk about that later. later. We'll talk about that later. Right. Uh, uh, Clayton, just to put a lid on uh, this, has also went for the final whistle versus Palace. More relief for you than happiness? No, it wasn't relief. It's just the fact we won the league. Not and, even executive and, relief, and Clayton? No, no, no not, 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 not any sort of relief. I've seen who ha- you sit with, so I'm quite yes. glad about that. No, so uh, just the fact that we've won the league. We're Chelsea. We don't do things like that. Obviously, we've done it four times in the last 11 years. But when you come from where I came from and age-wise, not anything else, is the fact, you know, Chelsea have won the league. And I I just, I can't, that, that is massive. That's huge. That's fantastic. And all those other fans... Who cares, you know? Yeah, we, we it's about us. Yeah, it's about us. We mm. we never did that. And and I think, and this uh, it sounds like the old git thing, and I'm an old git, and I don't care about that. The fact is that we were so awful. We were rubbish. We we were just, as you say, you know, if you went into a game in the 80s sober, or the late 70s, it, it was a, it, it, 
you just didn't want to go. I mean, you only went. You you talk about your mates and the fact about going to Finn and seeing the joy in your mates' faces. If it wasn't for your mates, you wouldn't have gone to football at that time because well, it, that's the only reason was, I went really. To I had no it mates. Was oh. horrendous. Well, you've got loads now. You've got I loads. Have, got you've got family now. Oh, you've got. Oh, all right, I know. Look, look, I'm going to have. I'm going to have to rein it in because Sorry. we're we're <laughs> running horrible. Mark Warren described watching Chelsea in the 80s as, as a good day out sport by 90 minutes. Of well, completely. absolutely right. Completely. Enough. Uh, we we need to award this award best moment. I think final whistle. Fight. We we voted for the final whistle. Uh, at Palace, there's no clear winner from the social media mob, so I think that that is the best moment of the season, and I have no problem with that. <laughs> okay, round of applause. Very quickly. Okay, we've won the league. We've won the. Well, now we're funny enough. Good segue, Dan, because now we're talking uh, chant of the season, and I have to say, actually, <laughs> there have been a lot of very good ones. Now, um, I will. I will. What? I'm just laughing. Okay. Well, I. I I've, yeah, there are a few funny ones that got nominated. Um, I'm I'm all the, I'm all right, mate. I'm on the red stripe. Uh, I'm all you, right, you, you will not be surprised that uh, Fabregas is magic. He wears a magic hat. Has been nominated, and then I mean, clear, clear winner from the social media people. No, no uh, aspersions to be cast on them for choosing that. I has he ever worn cool blimey trousers that lived in a council flat? No, we need gonna, to know. Can I'm going to let him my flat cap. In his great big hobnail boots. I saw him look, looking like a cowboy when Got he was five on Twitter. Pull him up that he calls him Daisy Roots. Yes. Can I say something? I hate that song. Okay, I, it's out there now. I hate it. And the thing that really hacks me off is the fact that we've had somebody who is bloody magic and brilliant who's worn a hat Better for check is magic. seven, eight years magic. and nobody yeah. ever <laughs> sung his name until I this did. year. We, we had a song for Better I Check. Know. No, we I had know. a song around the table. I know I'm goalie-centric, but yeah. the, fa- the fact of the matter is that Petr Cech was part of the furniture. He was never appreciated. You're being very biased goalie 59. Until this year when everybody thought, you know, oh, he's not, I've got old, well, I feel sorry for him. And when he came on, um, when uh, Courtois was injured, he came on and everybody chanted his name. I thought, we didn't bloody We've chant got his name. Yeah, exactly. We've got Petr check. How about this? We used to sing, Check has got his hat on, hip, 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 hooray. Check has got his hat on and he's coming out to play. Hey, what's wrong with that? It was just you and the guy next Every to you. It was actually, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Quite a lot, that quite, happens to me quite a lot. I've, in I've, had, my, I've had my rant. So okay, stop it. you go and calm down. Go have a lie down, Clayton. Clayton. It's correct. Okay, look, the, the absolute stonking winners on social media is Magic Hat. Followed up... I mean, a third uh, of what Magic Hat got is we're top of the league, or as some people on Twitter like to call it, we're top of Lee, we're <laughs> top of Lee. Yes. Uh, actually, no, uh, one more vote went to we've won the league, we've won the league. You can't really call that a point of, a point of information or point of order. You can't call that chance of the season because it was only three games. Absolutely correct, I agree. It, it should be vetoed. But wasn't there a precedent set by by, by Quadrado in uh, in the case of uh, podcast versus Quadrado 2015? <laughs> I'm with I'm with Dan on this. Anyway, moving along. Shut up! I'm moving along. There are also some wonderfully honourable mentions. Callum CFC Callum on Twitter, top shout! Ole 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 ole! Chelsea, which uh, Everton really? That was a revival. Yeah, but it's a great great shout. Uh, Frank Lampard. Your cousins are <laughs> definitely one of the funniest. I mean, actually, also probably not the only word that we really never say on the podcast. Yes. So actually, what we should say instead is Frank Lampard, your cousins are Benitez. 
and then everybody yeah. knows what we mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, um, this is cracking. I forgot all about this. He runs like a girl. He runs like a girl. Ryan Sterling. You, you know, you know the rest. Boring, boring Chelsea, yeah. which I think is a good shout. Diego, 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 which I think is lovely. This, the two absolute brilliant shouts. Only two people, one of each, nominated these. But one I of for- each what? Well, nominated oh, one person nominated one <laughs> chant. And- <laughs> <laughs> the Gianfranco Zola la 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 sung at Anfield when Franco was working for BT yeah. Sport and it ruined their broadcast. Yeah. Was just a peach. Why did moment. it ruin the broadcast? Because they were so loud. Or were they? Well, and Franco they was right embarrassed. Ne- next to the uh, Carragher. He stood at the side of the the, the uh, pitch oh, right, next to right, Steve right, McManaman, right, and right. nobody was seeing his Steve McManaman's name. Right. Everyone was. They were at Chelsea, yeah, and they had yeah. to move. They had to move to the other end. Right. That was brilliant. And I, this is also hilarious. And I remember we 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 nominated, if not awarded, this as a salary moment or a chance of the match uh, earlier on in the season. But the. Uh, Alfida Zane, Alfida Zane, Alfida Zane, Alfida Zane, Alfida Zane. To the Schalke fans as yeah, they left great. in droves, Brilliant. having been stuffed 5 0. So, some really good shouts. But getting to the point, uh, as far as we are concerned, uh, I went for We've Won the League. And I'll tell you for why. It may only, Martin, point of order, Levy, have only been <laughs> sung about three or four <laughs> games. But that was the song that was sung for 33 minutes, wasn't it, Dan? <laughs> yep. 33 minutes, proper old school Chelsea. That was lovely. Off, we're top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think, I think even uh, though I minute. voted for it, you should ban. You should ban Magic you Hat. You didn't. You did vote. You should. I voted for Magic Hat, but you should ban it because it appeared only at the Arsenal game. So it's only been going for four, five games. Right. Look, I vote. I voted for We've Won the League. Dan voted for We've Won the League. Martin voted for We're Top of Lee. Uh, Jonathan voted for Magic Hat I voted for that because it originated at that match but only I mean you're the only one of us who did actually Dan Silver went for We've Won the League Clayton who I love like a brother has been completely left field and he's remembered uh, from the Sunderland match the little medley that we had great wasn't it where we said we don't care about Rafa he don't care about us two three four we don't care about all we we care about I just thought how wonderful it was in our moment of absolute joy of winning the league we we managed to coat him off (coughs) and slag off Leeds and also the great chance Never ever ever gets boring. No. Um, so well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to applaud. That is the best jump. Well, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I'd like to applaud Clayton. But I have to say, I have yeah, to say. But it is unanimous from us, going against the trend of social media. We have more sway, people. I'm sorry, but that's how it works, because this is a chidocracy. Well, I'm with you out there, because I was Magic Hat. We won the league! 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 is magic! He was a magic hat! Enough. All right, after the break, after the break, we're going to be announcing the winners of the Guinness and the Celery Moments of the season. Greens. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. 
In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. (laughs) It's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Ah, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. And the ones that really matter, the Chelsea Fancast Podcaster of the Year, the Contributor of the Season, and the Chelsea Fancast Guest of the the depends well sorry my director just told me contributor of the season also ran of the season and the Chelsea fancast guest of the season we'll be back in a minute see you then real fans real opinions I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to the Chelsea football fancast proper Chelsea Okay, we are back. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast. I am Stanford Chid, and you are listening and have been listening to the end of season lunatic show, which also encompasses the end of season awards. And we have had a lot of fun so far. And we've had a bit of a squad rotation again because we've got Dan Silver back on the yeah. table. It's good to be back. Love. Good to be, be back. back. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Don't go there. It's banned. Those are banned. Of course, I was only thinking of the Oasis version. Yes, yeah, so oh, I was Then the back in anger. Okay. Uh, and we've got Andy Silverman. Good evening. On the table. It's good yeah. to see you, mate. Cheers really, really. Lo- uh, very appropriate that you actually should be part of this part, knowing some of the awards that are going on later. Oh. Uh, and we've also got, of course, we've got the lovely Dan Levine, my favourite, favourite Chelsea journalist, and that's no lie. Evening. Okay. Lovely to see you, mate. Right, first of all, we've got the Guinness moment of the season. And uh, this basically, uh, as always, confused everybody on social media. I think they're actually getting it, to be fair. But I have to say, they've come up with a bit of a left-field one that I didn't expect because the absolute stonking majority on social media was for Mikel's back heel (laughs) versus Everton, which I think set up Costa's goal, as I recall. Back heel assist. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and they absolutely... Gave that loads of love. Um, second to that, really, was Fabregas's pass to Schurler, which I kind of understand because it was a beautiful, beautiful moment of football. Um, I'm also delighted to say that a few honourable mentions went out to Oscar for his back heel to Hazard against uh, Manu, which I mentioned in, in my nomination for goal of the season. 
and and also Hazard's dribble and then penalty win against Arsenal, which I I, I love too. Now, what we went for, uh, men of uh, you know obviously sense and decorum and all of that. Um, I personally, I actually went to went for Fabregas's pass to Scherler, although I can't believe I did because I thought there was lots of other stuff I liked more than that, but I did. Why I don't know. Um, Dan Levine. Uh, went for Hazard all season. Uh, I, I think that deserves a response, really, Dan, because you know the rules. You're only supposed to choose one moment. So I know, but I just thought that that in in the in the in the spirit of Guinness moment, which is just a you know a, a champagne quaff of a thing, I thought he had a champagne quaff of. Well, a we're going to have champagne in a minute, aren't we? Actually, oh, well, I forgot about did, that. Yes. Part four, champagne. There you go. And that's it, really. Yeah. I no, just thought he was brilliant enough. all season. Yeah, so. I, 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 do you know what? I both understand and I get that sentiment. Uh, Dr. Mark went for Fabregas' pass to Scherler. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, uh, you see, you've kind of been a bit like da- uh, Dan Levine. Or Hazard. Yeah, ha- no, Hazard versus Swansea, generally, I think. Or are you talking about that pass to Costa? Pass. Yeah, I had a feeling you might be, yeah, because it was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? Was it? perfection. I think that's that's a really yeah, good shout. But I do agree with Dan, though. I think it's very difficult because he was so super. It seems really unkind not to have Hazard win this. Yeah. The trouble is, he does it so frequently, it's hard to pick one moment out. Well, which is, on, on a technical a, point, can I say that, that my Hazard all-season vote therefore applies as a vote to every other Hazard nomination? Yes. So you may have to reconsider who's won this. I might do, actually. I'm open to that because okay. Dan Sills has gone for Hazard yeah. all season. I mean, he. I mean, the interesting and lovely thing is he he said exactly what you said. Well, he we said are the Hazard. Same, we are the same person. The two yeah. Dans. The two Dans yeah. were a Siamese twins or something. <laughs> uh, Clayton went for Fabregas's pass to Scherler. So I, I, again, I understand that. Yeah. So we're left in somewhat of a dichotomy. So do you know what I'm going to do? What did you go for, Clayton? Uh, Clayton, Andy, what did you oh, go for? I didn't answer. Uh, uh, and I can, I can. I can verify it if you're if you're lying. Uh, Fabregas's pass to Costa in the Arsenal game, I think. You went yeah. for that. that was, I did. That was yeah. A great pass. Okay. Yeah, the quarterback pass that split the two centre halves, and two seconds later we got the, it was two 0 up. You did. You went yeah. for Fabregas's assist for Costa's goal for Arsenal. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's absolutely yeah. no help at all. Thanks uh, Because much. Uh, we, you know, basically we've got a split between Hazard and Fabregas's pass to Scherler. So I'll actually, do you know what we're going to do? Go on. We did it. We did it a minute ago. We're going to do it again. Hands up for Hazard. Two, three. Sorry, guys. He won enough uh, all season. Five, five. Oh, well, it's not worth voting. <laughs> you know, sorry. So we, like we, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's six, interesting yeah. how many hands went up after I put my hand up. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I saw that. I think yeah. that's because we weren't paying attention. I'm going to call you the blatter arty. I wanted to go to the toilet. Was it? Or was it because you wanted to say something? I thought you were just waving to us back here. It's official. We're giving it to Hazard. That's the end of the. And we're going to give it to Hazard generally, which is somewhat breaking the rules and bucking the trend. But I'm kind of with the two Dan's on this. I get the feeling that Hazard likes a pint of Guinness. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, actually, I get the feeling he probably prefers a glass of crew. You change your mind. Maybe. Who's changed their mind? No, you did. You I'm allowed to. Yeah. You know, I'm open-minded. Yeah. Right, okay, I'm never open-minded about celery. There's only one way to deal with celery, and that is to put it in your Guinness or to throw it at people. Mm. And, this and might... I think that's what it says in the song. Or to tickle somebody's bum, indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But they need to be female. Uh, right, okay, um... This is interesting as well because you know what? None of us, absolutely none of us lot around the table voted for this. And I, I have a suspicion. I know Dan 
Levine feels very strongly about it. But I remember at the time when we discussed it, there were those of us who were sitting around the table, namely me, who thought it was absolutely bloody hilarious and one of the funniest things I've seen. And I'm therefore amazed that not only did I not vote for it, but actually none of us did. But I have to say, stonking response on social media, nearly all of them going for Fabregas' red card against West Brom. Or more particularly... The uh, cross which hit Brunt full on the the, the head and nearly you, killed him, apparently, according might, to the you media. Might want to check, you might want to check Facebook to see what I voted for. I, well, I, yeah, I can do, I can just, do that. Just, just saying. Do you know what? Let me do that, Andy, and, oh, and have yeah. a look. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed that none of us, uh, none of us went to that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you so. went for that. <laughs> okay, good point. You, you didn't fill in the spreadsheet. So yeah, but we, we put our votes in before then. I know, I know. Anyway, the bo- I, I, I'm kind of embarrassed that we didn't nominate that round the table apart from That's Andy. why I voted for Fatty Folks. But, 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 there are many others that were on social media. Some of them, Ollie Glanville being one, said taking, and, and John Fleming, actually, two mm. fine upstanding gentlemen, taking the piss at the Emirates. Uh, West Brom away got a lot of love, uh, quite rightly. The, the, the support there was fantastic. Jose coming up to uh, the supporters afterwards as well. Costa versus Coleman at Everton. Yes, I'd forgotten that, but co- basically Coleman being stupid enough to get into a contretemps with Costa and, and realising the error of his ways in yeah. about two nanoseconds. Uh, and Jose versus Wenger. I mean, obviously that, that runs all season, but I think the, the denouement was uh, Wenger getting so wound up he pushed Jose, didn't he? So there we go. So kind of variance there for the people out there in social media land. Well, what we went with is this. I went for basically a combination of we've won the league being sung for 33 minutes at West Brom away. Which in the spirit of celery, you know, celery moments is all about being proper chels. And, and, and I think what happens off the pitch rather than on it. And I thought that they were fantastic, the supporters there. And I think that was capped off for me by Jose going up to the away sport and acknowledging that. So I, that's why I went for it. Um, and I think that Jonathan pretty much went for that for the same reason, didn't you? Yes. You did. He says yes. Um, Dan Levine has gone for Jose's campaign, which is a bit left field. It is a bit, Tell isn't it? More. But I just thought it was a little bit prop- what has become proper Chelsea. You know, yes, it has a bit, hasn't it? It, it, was, it was sort of barriers up. Everyone hates us. No one likes us. We don't we care. care. Yeah. Um, and, it kind uh, of epitomised that, didn't it? And people talked about it all season long, didn't they, really? Um, but I, I just thought, Jose is, is now so much of what the culture of this club is about. Um, and both ways also, because Jose has taken on the culture of the club himself, as we saw at West Brom, applauding the away fans for standing up and singing. And there's a bit of a love in between us and Jose. And I thought that was what characterised the season for him. I, I think that's... Uh, you couldn't have put that... I couldn't have put that better myself. I think I, I completely agree with that sentiment. And, and I think that... We've noticed, those of us who are quite actively, I mean, Andy will absolutely vindicate this, but those of us who are quite, you know, high profile, actively engaged in social media, uh, it's not gone past our attention that there are a lot of people out there who don't like Chelsea or us very much. One or two. Yeah, one or two. And we seem to inspire a lot of hatred. And actually, we we seem to inspire more passion in those supporters in their hatred for us than they actually do in terms of their support for their own teams. And I think Dan's point is brilliant, is that actually Jose, uh, you know, apart apart from his one weird... I mean, uh, you know, I think the jury's still out on whether it was clever or annoying. I think he, he regrets when, it, actually. When he coated the fans off. No, no, he, sorry, no, no. Yeah. We're talking about something else. Yeah. When he coated the yeah. fans off, which is his one blip on his copybook this, this year. But I think other than that, 
I do I do think that there is an increasing amount of simpatico between you know what we're about as supporters and what and what Mourinho does and what he gets about us and he articulates it as Dan said in this whole put you know put a, a, a steel fence around us everybody hates us we don't care attitude and I, and, I, and it is a fairly new thing and I, and, I, and you know the more successful we get I think the more that that gets perpetuated but I think it's interesting that there is that you know that def- we've basically got closer together as a result and we seem to be singing from the same song sheet in that context Anyway, so I thought that was really interesting that Dan mentioned that, and I'm, I'm not averse to that. Um, Martin Levy has gone for Mourinho's speech. At, at the end of the season. Yeah, you liked yeah. that, didn't I you? I did, I thought it was brilliant. Why did you like that specifically? I, I just thought the whole concept of it, how did he come up with that? And he's come up with the graphics to back it up, and he told it brilliantly, in, in, really in his normal sort of dry fashion. Mm. But I, I thought it was just... So, so clever. Do you know what I like most about that? What? He had a PowerPoint presentation to go with it, which was animated. <laughs> I, I, it was animated. I know. I thought that was quality. I like the fact Bulldog were driving the bus. I thought that was quite... I, yes, I like that. <laughs> I thought that was a cracking a cracking nomination, Smart, because uh, that kind of slipped under the wire somewhat. Uh, Jonathan, uh, like me, as I've already said, has gone for We've Won the League. Dan's gone for Finborough after Palace, which we've, we've already yeah. spoken about, but... Yeah, and Martin actually, and I, I said this earlier, and Martin Wickham's a great fan of that. Clayton has gone for something entirely different, which should absolutely be mentioned. Do you remember what you went for, Clayton? Uh, the flags. Yeah. At the, the last game of the season where we had all the legends, I thought that was absolutely superb. And just the yeah. whole thing of the, of the flags all season have been brilliant. Um, I just, so much effort and so much love has gone into it. I think it just deserves a mention. I think that is a real, it's proper Chelsea, real celery moment. And watching the uh, the FA Cup final where um, Aston Villa fans were sort of passing this sort of picnic uh, hamper <laughs> uh, sort of tablecloth over their heads and watching Arsenal with their stupid little cannon, I just thought, you know what, amateur hour, we, we've got it sorted and uh, we all know who's in charge of that and it's brilliant. Real, just... Proper yeah. Can I, can I here, just here. give a, a reasonably yeah. impartial shout to all the people who have added to the atmosphere this season? There'll be a lot of them, and and, and people will be really annoyed if I miss them out. But I won't go through the whole lot. But on the on Ilbrook Common, I found myself during the parade with the guy who runs the Shedem Shedem atmosphere. He, he was thing. in here earlier. Yep, on. I know, um, and they've done so much this season. But that's not the exclusion. All the other people who've done brilliant things, and the, the displays of flags have been brilliant, and it's just great to see. You know, that's all I can say. Really. Can I? Can I just what, one final thing is, and I can't remember what game it was, but it was right near the end of the season, where some lunatic who sits in the Matthew Harding upper just started the Matthew Harding Blue and White Army that went on. Was oh, it yeah. Stoke at home? And it just went yeah. on and on. Yeah. And, and the whole thing, just from that games, game yeah. onwards, the atmosphere has been fantastic. Mm. And, and, you know, absolutely. I mean, whether Jose should have said it or not, he's probably right. You know, it, it does get quiet at times. But there was that thing, was it? Was it, it was either Stoke at home and it just started. Yeah, it was de- there. Clayton, Clayton, it was definitely Stoke. You're right, actually. That, 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 from, from then on to yeah. the end of the season, the atmosphere... Totally agree. Changed on, that on, the, on the show, do you remember? Yeah. Changed the, the season in terms of our home support, without a doubt. And I, I should mention a moment of... Uh, a late nomination for Celery Moment goes to Alison Fridgley for saying that if nobody mentions uh, the players chucking Celery off the bus, 
she's going to kick off. Uh, which for me is proper salary, actually. Well done, Alison. Uh, you're right. I think it was probably you on Twitter that mentioned that, and I was very remiss of me not to mention that. But Give me a second. does that actually qualify being proper salary? I don't think that should qualify. Well, I don't see why not. Well, I think it's. it's I think the the players. Specific. You're such a pedant. You're you're taking over from Martin salary. in the pedantry it's, stakes. It's actual. It's, yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we are going to award it to. Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to ignore what social media have said. Um, although I'm tempted, actually. I mean, you know, we've gone for uh, we've gone for the we've won the league at at, uh, at, uh, at West Brom uh, because only two of us voted for that and nobody else did on here. But I'm I'm prepared to to be a bit more democratic because I'm clearly getting old and senile and probably drunk. Uh, yes. The most of social media have gone for the red card. Uh, for Fabregas and I.e. basically him getting hit on the head so I'm going to ha- a hands up moment uh, we've won the league for 33 minutes or Fabregas whacking Brunt on the head and getting sent off <laughs> I'm going for West Brom uh, sorry though we've won the league me too yeah, yeah. yeah that. there you go I see I, this is why I love these people and I still love you Andy even if you didn't vote yeah. on your own <laughs> on your own on your own no dare to be different basically We've nearly all gone for the uh, we've won the league being sunk for 33 minutes and that for me is the definition of a salary moment. Well done, people. All right, we've now got... Oh, oh my God, here come the big awards. You all thought that the player of the season was the big award. No, that was the most obvious one. (laughs) These are the ones that count. Now, um, I was a bit naughty uh, when I announced uh, the nominations for this award because I forgot to remind everybody who not only is on the show, but who listens to the show and who engages with the show on social media in it, it. that any votes for me are void Uh. because they are basically encumbered by hanging chads or hanging chidges in this case. Now, basically, you can't vote for me because I do the thing and it's a bit unfair. This vote is not for me. This is a vote for the boys who are bullied, press-ganged, cajoled, bribed, to come and give up a Monday night to be in the company of a complete egomaniac for two hours and take it like the men that they are. It is not for me. That having been said, I am absolutely, as always, really touched and really flattered by the number of people who said very, very nice things about me, putting it all together and doing the hard work that I do. Um, But what it does mean, of course, is that I can then transfer all of my votes... Across to whoever I choose. Spot the lip down. Rig. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's called single. Tra- it's called a single transferable vote, or in this case, an STD. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, it's all right. I'm here. I'm here all week. Uh, in case of multiple transferable. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, there was a lot of love on Twitter and social media, and I'm really delighted to say this. There's a lot of love. For Jonathan Kidd. No. He for himself twice. Thus proving, <laughs> if nothing else, that the bigger you're following on Twitter, the more chance you have to win this. <laughs> there was also Thank you very much, Twitter. There was also some love for the Clayton the Beer Man. <laughs> which I'm delighted with. And there was some love for Dan Silver. Oh. And he will get an extra point for this. He immediately said, no, 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 I don't deserve it. I'm voting for Chidge. Ooh. So he, is, he has now become the Jeffrey Webb of the Chelsea fan cast. Work it out, people. Um, so anyway, what did we all vote for? 
Okay, so uh, in reverse order, kind of. Well, Stan, uh, Clayton and Dan uh, both obviously want to pursue their careers on the Chelsea fan cast, and they are kind of the newest members of it, so clearly they both voted for me. And they were therefore both unacquainted with the rules, which is yeah. you can't actually vote for me, but I didn't tell you that before. Um, Jonathan voted for Charlie Skillen. Yeah. Which yeah. is brilliant. Fantastic. He was Isn't he great? He's a good lad. Yeah. Really him. good lad. Yeah. Top kick. He, Loquacious, yeah. interesting. Informed. Youth. Youth. Yeah. Got, you know, Wears nice, nice shirts, yeah. knows all the right people. Toss up between me and, and it, me. I mean, him and Dan for me, because Dan is, as always, unbelievably informed. Levine. We could, oh, we yeah, could yeah, have yeah, young, yeah. young podcast yeah. of the year. We could. We could have young one and yeah, old yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. this <laughs> 10 year old. <laughs> In which case, Dan, Dan Levine would get my older vote. I like, I like the vote, the nomination for Charlie, because Charlie needs to be recognised. He also, I spoke to him today, he apologised profusely for not being able to make it tonight. He would have, he was desperate to come along. He but told me he was coming. Yeah, he, he's got to be at, at the mail tomorrow at seven in the morning and just knew that it was going to be messy. But I think that's a great shout. I'm delighted that Martin's nominated Clive O'Connell. Mm. Tell me more, Smart. Why does Clive deserve, I mean, he obviously deserves a nomination. I he was very amusing. Is that it? I think he's a real raconteur. <laughs> there you go. That's the, if, you want, if you want a nomination, whatever you do, don't get it from Dr. Mark. Not, not in telling jokes kind of way, but just being generally amusing. All right. Now... Um, he said thanks, by the way. He yeah. said thanks. Dan Levine, because Dan is an absolute love and a trooper, has gone for Clayton Beerman. And I've done it for a very sensible reason. It's because I knew this moment would come and I knew you'd be nearest the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it, loving it, loving it. Which leaves me. God, take a hint, blimey. Okay, I mean, basically, the, the vote, the vote is, the vote is horrendously split. Uh, I don't know how we're going to nail this one at all. Well, don't. Well, we we don't have to. Leave it hanging. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You see, there are three people that I I would like to personally nominate uh, for this Chelsea fancast podcast of the year. And in reverse order, they are Stanford Chidge. In second, they're Stanford Chidge. No, 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 no. There are three people that I've, I've, I've absolutely, um, I owe a huge amount to, and, and, and need to give a, a lot of shout outs tonight to for their brilliant performances on the podcast this year. In first, a man who who uh, doesn't get mentioned enough, but he is an original. In fact, he is the original. He is the only original Chelsea fancaster with me. And he did dip out of public view for a while, which is probably why you weren't getting the love you deserved on Twitter, Smart. So right. I'm not bitter about it. I know. Don't be bitter about Twitter. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm delighted. I'm really... De- if there's been a lovely thing about doing the podcast for the last season and a bit, it's the return of Dr. Mart, who... Uh, both delights me and infuriates me in equal measure, as he always has. But what he does do is he brings it back to reality. And it, it's so fitting that we're now back doing the show in the kind of way that we are, because that's how me and Martin always intended it. Because this show is actually very much about me and Martin. It's basically us who started it, and that's yeah. why I love him. So I kind of nominate Martin. I also have got to be, I've got to nominate a man who also delights me and infuriates me in equal measure. <laughs> it can it can only be Jonathan Kidd. But I have to say, I have to say, it is abs- it is is absolutely true to say that we would not be sitting around this table at the moment had it not been for Jonathan Kidd, 
Because apart from being an absolute bloody loon for most of the season and upstaging people who are probably living about 25 miles away, let alone sitting around the table, he also incredibly bravely jumped into the breach when I had to disappear yeah. for about a month yeah, yeah, yeah. or so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he, and he dis... He, he, I mean, it, it is a horrible thing to have held that TV show together, but Jonathan had the balls and the gumption and absolutely no shame whatsoever uh, in order to do it. And he not only, it was horrible for the first week, as he knows, or first couple of weeks, but after four goes, he was doing it easily as well as I was. And he kept it going, and he kept the ship on, on track. And, and then they, they screwed us on the studio. But, you know, you, so he did the last ever TV show version of the podcast, mm. but he did a brilliant job, and I absolutely love him for that, and I'm really, really grateful. hugely by the, the people who were with me. You're very nice, but I, I definitely think Jonathan. This, this gives... award is not for me. It's for all the people in the crew. But that, that having been said, and, and bear in mind, I love everybody who who does this podcast with me because you know I, it would be a pretty fucking crap show if it was just me. Let's be honest. Um, but I tell you what, I've got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give my vote to Dan. Uh, Dan close uh, dan, dan silver because dan is our newest member really i mean i know clayton probably comes you a little were. little bit afterwards but dan no but dan did his time on the benches in the yeah, tv show yeah, yeah which was uh <laughs> which quick grab clayton's beers before he fucks off an arm uh, but you know dan was sat on the benches manfully and bided his time and then and, and his enthusiasm and his passion for the show has done a lot to remind me what it's actually about. Mm. No, I love it. I've been, yeah. for personal point of view, it's been great because I haven't got many Chelsea friends and coming on the show, I've met some great people. There we go. I thoroughly enjoy myself. And it has, nothing, it has nothing to do with the fact that also Dan has given me a lot of tickets <laughs> yeah. to sit with him in the West, <laughs> West Lower this season. But I mean, I'm going to take it out of everybody's hands to avoid the embarrassment because I've recused myself from the vote. Mm. Uh, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Dan, Dan Silver, and I hope everybody around here would agree with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the obvious tart who's sitting in the Dr. Evil chair. I think Chidge deserves a round of applause for oh. doing the show. So, round of applause for Chidge. <laughs> All right, enough, enough, enough. And I also should say that actually Dan's going to be our um, representative on the fans forum for the next two seasons as well. Good so. work. Uh, watch out for what Dan comes back with on that and uh, and give him as much support and let him know what anything anything you want to have a moan about on the fans forum Dan is the man okay Chelsea fancast contributor of the season there were some brilliant nominations here not just from us lot but from the the social media people in it as well now there's a couple of dichotomies here i would say that i know that there were quite a few uh, nominations for uh, what you will you will know her um, on Mixler as Jacaranda Chick, uh, her, yeah. Well, her real name is Mayanda Nawati. I would say, Dan, wouldn't you? I believe so. Yeah, but we all know her here uh, as Jacaranda Chick, and I'm delighted that uh, a lot of people nominated you. She's in Mixler. Clayton, Clayton was nominated heavily because of your presence on here, but also because of the fantastic blogs you write. And and I know that somebody took the mick a bit a, a few weeks ago when I said that, you know, uh, Clayton Beerman, our favourite uh, bl blogger. It, it you are the only one it I was know. Art from the podding shed, but uh, basically said, you're the favourite. How many are there? And I responded, one. This is all very so, true. 
Um, but I, I, I've been loving those blogs, and I'm very grateful that you do them. And it's nice that people have also recognised that, which is more important. Now, I've got a bit something controversial here. It all went a bit Pete Tong on Twitter, uh, because there were some people out there who I love to pieces and have had many a drink with, but they nominated Clive O'Connell and Tritzia uh, for contributions to the fan cast. Now, I know Clive's been on here a few times, but actually his nomination was for writing Driver on the Wing for the Chelsea Supporters Group. And they nominated Tritzia for writing articles for the Irish Examiner and the Chelsea Supporters Group. Now, I don't have anything against the Chelsea Supporters Group. I am a paid-up member, as far as I recall. I still got a badge somewhere. But the whole point of this award was it was contributions to the Chelsea fan cast, which means people who tweet a lot, people who put stuff on the on the... Uh, Facebook page, people who listen to us on Mixler and say lots of lovely things, people who write blogs, okay that's just Clayton, Um, but you know (laughs) not, I mean I love Clive and I love Tritz, but I'm afraid you are absolutely massively ineligible, I'm very sorry about that, but rules are rules Um, now, in terms of what uh, the people around the table voted for uh, uh, Clayton in fact, and this is great because I get to mention a lot of other people who are well deserving but both Clayton and Jonathan, well Clayton absolutely nominated Debs as in as in at CFC unofficial and a word has to be said about this because uh, apart from being absolutely so Clive, Clive is about to get chidocracy <laughs> he just has been mate brilliant quality yeah, Clive says boom well on, Max. <laughs> just because I accused him of being drunk as a skunk <laughs> Clive you come out with me one night and you'll understand what drunk as a skunk is all about <laughs> um, anyway look Clayton went for uh, for Debs at CFC Unofficial and, and I think a note should be said about this which well, is I, that I, just, just the fact that whenever uh, Chidge posts up my articles he always puts uh, Debs photos with them and they're fantastic so thanks Debs uh, yeah. really you know, just thank you, really. Well, what I was going to... Exactly. What I, I was going to say, apart from that, she's absolutely lovely, but she's she always the first in Mixler. She allowed me to use her photographs when we really needed them for the yeah. show, because Where without... Where them from? She, she takes, takes them. them. A camera. But, I mean, without those photographs, without those photographs on the TV show, it would have been pretty... Well, it would have been a lot more crap than it already was, basically. Uh, and I love her to pieces for that, and I'm glad that Clayton acknowledged that. Um... So did Jonathan, actually. Jonathan actually kind of did a dual nomination. He nominated Debs, and he nominated Mac Bergson. Mac is also somebody who's, you know, been absolutely a, a real stalwart of the Mixler chat room, and I think that's fantastic. Martin, I am delighted to say, nominated Andy Silverman. Brilliant choice. Which is, <laughs> yes, I couldn't agree more. But no, what should be said is that Andy's had a terrible time with his back this year, but he, he was always, always on the benches when we were doing it as a TV show. Stalwart. Yeah, and he's probably the only one, apart from Carl, who also deserves a shout-out, who's got the, got the patience to deal with the numpties on, on Facebook, for which yeah. he deserves an absolute Congressional he Medal of Honour. Well. So well done, Andy. I completely concur. Thank you. Um, which, uh, Dan, uh, also, like a lot of the people on social media, Dan Levine went for Jacaranda Chick. I did, because we are we are kindred spirits in Mikel love. Oh, <laughs> okay. But also because she's brilliant on here again. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one of the nicest things I read, actually, of the Twitter nominations for, for Myanda was the fact that she is always like the first into the Mixler chat room, but she's always really lovely when people new people join. She welcomes them into the group. Mm. She 
and she does. She's like the, the, the uh, you know, she's like the mother hen of the Mixler chat room, and and I and I I love that about her. Now, uh, Dan and myself, Dan Silver and myself, have pretty much gone for the same thing. It's it's an impossible award to give. Yeah. A bit like you know, the podcaster of the year is an impossible award to give. Um, but my first feeling was I just can't give it to one person this year. But what I am going to do is I'm going to nominate the entire Mixler chat room because these are the people that are mad enough to listen every week, put up with the nonsense that we talk. I mean, it must be really hard to listen to uh, you know four or five blokes yabbering on for two hours on a dodgy internet stream. Not only that, they figured out that unless I get another sexy assistant to do all the interaction on it, they're not going to get any sense from us other than what they hear. So they just talk to each other. And I just love them. These people are the hardcore. I mean, for me, they're the equivalent of the you know European and away season ticket holders of Chelsea. They are the absolute best of the Chelsea fancast family. And I love them. Every single one of them to pieces. You are, you are why I do this show. It is that simple. So I voted for them. You voted yeah. for them. And actually, that means we've got a split. Because we're going to ignore what social media said. And the split is, there are two uh, for Mixler. There are two for Debs. So we have to have a, joint a hands up stand on. <laughs> this is no, really tough. Well, I'm going for Mixler, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to stick it to my vote. You're going for Mixler. Yeah. Mixler or Debs? Well, well done, Debs. <laughs> <laughs> Debs is the winner. No, 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 because they haven't voted yet. Hands up. Martin's going for Mixler. Because it includes at the same time, can we? Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Hands up for Debs. Hey. One, two, three, four. So me, Dan, and I go for Mixler. Fair enough. And I mean, I tell you what, Debs is a stalwart of Mixler. So basically, it's still a vote for Mixler. Well done, Debs. I love you so so much for your help this season. It's been brilliant. We've got another one. Is that it? Oh, guest of the season. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Well, uh, this is an interesting one. Again, the the, the the vote was very very split on social media. A lot of love for Jake Cohen and 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 uh, who I sadly missed. It was it was the last TV show. Jonathan played a blinder that night uh, presenting the show, and 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 Jake was fascinating, and he got a huge lot of love on social media yeah. as the guest of the year. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Skillen uh, got a lot of love. Although I'm hoping that Charlie is less of a guest and more of a, more of a podcaster. Really, yeah. Um, in the same vein, Dan, as always, as he always does, get got a lot of love uh, as guest of the season. But I'd like to think that Dan is more Chelsea podcast fancast podcaster than guest these days. And of course, the same is absolutely true of Clayton, who also got a few nominations. But as I said, Clayton for me is part of the family, not a proper guest. Andy got a nomination for Guest of the Year as well. Did I? And it wasn't from you, it was from other people, Andy. I've been working myself this year. So there we go. I'm also delighted to know that Tim Rolls got a few nominations yeah. as well, actually. Yeah. Sausage! Yeah, Sausage is a guest, not a, a bona fide Chelsea fancast podcaster, and he was brilliant when he did his CST thing. So I'm glad that he got the nod uh, from the people out on Twitter. Now, uh, we voted for... Well, I voted for Mark Worrell. Uh, largely because I couldn't actually think of many guests that we'd had this year. You know, I forgot about Jake because I didn't do the show. Canners, Canners. on it a few times, but yeah. Canners is always. I mean, Canners has almost become a bloody Chelsea fancast podcast. Yeah. We just haven't had a lot of guests this year. But 
Mark was fresh in my mind and he was absolutely hilarious yeah, last good. week. So I kind of voted for him. Dan Levine, of course, voted for Canners because you love it when Canners is on, don't you? Can't can't miss those shows. Absolutely. They're brilliant. You can't. They are. I tell you what, one of the funniest moments of the season, and Pete Sampson mentioned this earlier on, actually. Uh, certainly <sighs> mentioned to me when I spoke to him last. When when we had me, Jonathan, and Canners did the live coverage of the Stoke game, mm. he said it, he said it, it was so funny that he paused uh, on Sky the actual game, so it was in sync with what because we were slightly out of sync, so that we were in, we were in sync with it because he thought it was just so funny. And Canners was absolutely he was a loon that night, brilliant night. So Dan went for Canners. Uh, Martin's gone for uh, Mark Worrell. Jonathan's gone for Jake, which I'm not surprised. And here we go. Dan Silver and Clayton Beerman have gone for Dan Levine. Hmm. <laughs> Which means there is a... This is going to be really embarrassing because you might have to vote for yourself, Dan. Uh, there, is, there is a split. Well, there is then, a split Dan. between Mark Worrell, who gets two nominations from us lot, and Dan Levine, who gets two nominations. Do you know what I could do? I could save you some embarrassment here. Can I vote for Mark? No, because it will get silly if we do this. Mark Worrell didn't get nominated on social media at all, and you did. So if that's the case, Dan Levine gets Guest of the Year for me. My my, my acceptance speech is that I'm so, so pleased to have won the rights to your flat, which is apparently what goes with it. You know you get my wife with it, though. Really? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. You haven't met her, have you, Dan? I have. Oh, She's lovely. You? Okay, we got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick. All right, I have to go for a break while I consult my divorce lawyer. Uh, but afterwards, we'll be back to give you a little bit of a Chelsea fancast roundup and a bit of correspondence. There's some monster, monster emails this week for Jonathan to read out. And then we will announce the winner of the very special first time ever Chelsea fancast special award. Ooh, special. Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea Football Fancast. Okay, we are back. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast, and I'm Stanford Jid, and we're about to say goodbye to the legend that is Doctor Mart. Heard you. See you all next season. We'll Come. see you too, mate. You take care. It's like being subbed just before 90 it minutes. Is, isn't it? We he, all have a go at that. We carried him off. Oh, I'd like to tell everybody. Two seconds before. Exactly. Yeah, uh, we Jonathan. Cheered him off. We chaired him off, didn't we? Like yeah. we did drug yeah. Break, Breaking news yeah. Dr. Mark has been pulled off. He's been, yeah, it's more than I ever got at half time. Anyway. Uh, okay, we're back. I'm Stanford Chids. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast, and it is what we like to call part four, the final part of what is becoming a very long show tonight. I did warn you. Not tedious, though. Not tedious, no. Full of lots, lots of lovely things, and we're having a few drinks, and we're going to crack open a bottle of champagne in a minute. I can't wait. But before we do, a bit of a roundup, really. Uh, just to remind you that uh, CFC UK may have finished in the UK for this season. Uh, and will be back with us uh, at the beginning of the new season. But if you're in the States and you're going to any of the matches out there, because I think Chelsea have got a few friendlies out there, uh, you'll be able to get it. Uh, and it, you can get it by following uh, the Twitter account, at CFCUKUSA, uh, or also contact the guy who's organising it, which is a lovely bloke called Dan Lundberg, uh, and you can get hold of him on Twitter, at, at D Lundberg. 
underscore Dan. Yay. Yes, I got it right. Finally, the last show of the season. Um, also, uh, I mean, they'll be selling it at the game, so so check them out there. And, and as I said, if you if you tweet uh, at CFC UK USA, they'll tell you how to do that. Um, you can get it in North America, obviously, by doing that. But if you can get it anywhere you like, if you know wherever you are in the world, you can just subscribe to get it digitally at cfcuk.net. Very simple. Now, uh, a kind of a slightly related thing: a person who may or may not be associated with CFC UK but who is generally known as Blue Blagger, has just written a fantastic novel called Ultraviolet. Oh, him. Which is a tale of Glastonbury. So it's all about this bloke who jibs in to uh, Glastonbury and has a lot of uh, very naughty and fun times. So it's not autobiographical in any way, <laughs> shape or form. But it is, I've read half of it already and it's a cracking book. But the We po- know his name, don't we? We can't... Well, him. he who must not be named, yeah, in fact, Dan, yeah. exactly. Uh, but anyway, they had the book launch on Saturday in the Star and Garter in Putney, and it was a fantastic night. I mean, basically, it was a who's who of the Chelsea Twitterati, wasn't it, Clayton? It was indeed. It, it was, was a fabulous night. Cracking evening. With the highlight being the uh, the Chelsea Pensions yeah, poetry Dave. recital, which was just stunning. He it was, was brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. It was like Ian Jury in a red coat, wasn't <laughs> it? I mean, he was. It was just brilliant. And... Uh, not only that, but they had a fantastic waffle. We don't care about raffles. They don't care about us. All we care about is Chelsea FC. Well done, Theresa McGee, also known as At Blue Baby, for coming out with that funny one. But basically, uh, they had a fantastic raffle, and it was in aid of a fantastic charity called Regenerate UK. And uh, we raised 1,200 quid for them. Um, the bottom line is, um, you know, you need to go and get this book, because it is a cracker. So all you need to do is to go and... Uh, go to london uh, london-books.co.uk or go and search for ultraviolet from amazon i think it's about 12 quid uh, but half of that 12 quid which would be 7 pound 50 that's right 6 yeah, quid uh, that goes to regenerate uk so there we go get on it people uh last shout out of, out of the year to the chelsea supporters trust uh, don't forget, join the trust, get your voice heard by the club uh, and pay £5 to become a voting member. Uh, it's free, of course, to non-voting members, but much better if you pay five quid because if you do, you can go to the meetings. And more important, you will be able to take part in the ever so vital member survey because that's what shapes the policy for the trust going forward for the next year. It's out about now, but if you sign up now, you might still get it emailed to you. Anyway, go to chelseasupporterstrust.com so that you can attend the meetings and come to the events and vote on the issues that directly affect you and make sure you get your voice heard. Jonathan Kidd, oui. it's time for a little bit of... Oh, a bit of reading. Correspondence. <laughs> Away that, you go, my By the way, did I win anything with the raffle tickets that I left with you? No, I no. Did you win anything? No. Fixed. John, I, I, had, I had 15 tickets Fixed. for you, 15 yes. tickets for me, 15 tickets for Johnny T, and we won diddly squat, mate. <laughs> Right, crisis here. I'm glad you're reading this because I can go and retrieve my beer. And have a wee. No, I've had a wee. Okay. This is from Barry Black. Hello, Chidge and the boys. (coughs) I would be interested to hear your views on Monday's. <laughs> I got hit there, listeners. You did. I got hit by the chin. Only very special people get hit. I got thumped. Hardly a thumb. I just felt that. Shoulder. I'm sorry. I just felt that Barry Black might well, be a little bit, but he's not. That's very unfair of me. Okay, okay. 
Uh, all right, hello, Chidgen. No. Um, hello, Chidgen, the boys. I'd be interested to hear your views on Monday's Victory Parade. We've been very fortunate to see plenty of these parades over recent years, and it's obvious that a lot of time and effort goes into closing the streets and commissioning the buses for the players. I accept that the club do not have to do this, but it's a chance for many fans that can't get to the game to see the players up close and show their appreciation. So you would think by now we could arrange something slightly more substantial that watching poor, than watching poor Jason Cundy standing on the top of the bus <laughs> trying to coax reluctant players to say a few words and sing a few songs to the thousands standing on Eelbrook Brook Common. DDA was having fun, bless him, but I don't ever want to hear Jose murdering blue is the colour again <laughs> for as long as I live. Absolutely agree with all of this. If the council are prepared to close the roads, then maybe they would be prepared to hand over the common to us for the afternoon, erect a temporary stage and a few beer tents, get Jose and JT to address the crowd properly, and then we can have a decent sing-along. Cheers, boys. Great show. Nice, Eam. Well, what do you think about that? Uh, personally, I think he's absolutely right, and uh, it was so organised as an event um, that uh, and so excellently produced that you think that perhaps a script for doing, could have been given to the players to an extent. Who and it was just all a little bit embarrassing at the end. There. We, we we talked about this we on did. last we week's show, last didn't week. we? Yeah, yeah. And we were, but yeah. we 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 thought that basically if you and I produced it, yeah, it would have been, been much better. Yeah, we'd have given them line. We'd have given Jose all the words yeah. to blue is the colour. No, no, you know what would happen? If jo- yeah. Jose would grab the mic and then you would grab it off him. You know that <laughs> upstaging even Jose, mate. No, never. I couldn't possibly. Um, uh, it's all changed on the screen. Is yes, this I know. Don't, don't worry about that. I'm, okay, trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to find another one that we're going to squeeze okay. in. This is from Sean Michael Proctor. Good evening, all. Good evening, Sean Michael Proctor. A wonderful hello from sunny. God, my teeth. A wonderful hello from sunny South Africa. Really looking forward to another great fan cast from all of you. But again, is champions. No, no. <laughs> so Chelsea bad. champions. So Naughty terrible. Boy. terrible. I'm so sorry. Sorry, sorry, Sean. Um, Chelsea champions again, brilliant. Yeah, there's definitely room for improvement. And one thing is for sure, when we strengthen this summer, which we will do, I honestly think we can dominate for the next few years at least. Once again, thanks a million. Have a cracking few months off, and we hope to be listening to you all again next season. Yes, I hope so as well. Sean at Pro at Proc, sorry, CF, CFC at Proc CFC. Thanks, Sean. Uh, this is from Sandy Guthrie. I went to school with somebody called Sandy Guthrie. I wonder if it's him. Um, I said, Dear Jonathan, yeah. I hated you at school. This Jonathan, do you remember when you were my fan? No, that's what, no, that's Dear what Jonathan, Ma- you stole my conkers. <laughs> no, that's what Martin would have put. Martin would have put. Do you remember that time conkers. that you gave me a... Oh, conkers. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that damn good thrashing in the bike shed, Jonathan? <laughs> the trouble is, I do. <laughs> and it's my turn now. <laughs> Uh, Sandy Guthrie. Hi, Chidge. After what you were saying last week about another Champion League's win not living up to the first, I long for a win that was not on penalties. A clean, indisputable win. I hate penalties, and I'm waiting for someone to come up with a better solution to drawn games. A kind of equivalent of the Duckworth-Lewis method. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll be corners divided by throw-ins, plus the number of substitutions, (laughs) minus the red and yellow cards. Perfect. Perfect. I've got it worked out myself. Um, I felt that we had at least got to penalties, and I almost didn't care what happened next. What?! Oh, then Ronaldo missed and I got interested again of course that all went wrong and I'm happy to take the Munich win but wouldn't it be great to win it properly Ooh, as long as we win it I don't care we did win it properly indeed we did incidentally I went to school with Jonathan and Martin I told you hey! I knew I recognised that name <laughs> <laughs> 
hang on. You've been framed. <laughs> Damn. Jonathan won't remember this, but he knocked me out once. Play rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making this up? No, I'm not. I'm really not. I, I knew I'd recognise the name. I tried to tackle him, and he stood up and smacked me in the face with the back of his head a long time ago. Also, whenever you mention Ziggazag, it reminds me of the play of that name. I think Jonathan was in it at school. I was. Was he a policeman? I was. <laughs> Say hi to Martin, too. Best wishes, Sandy. Fantastic, oh, Sandy. Brilliant. Well done. What a shame Martin missed that. What a shame. What a shame. Never mind. Oh, well. I thought that would, that would Excellent, completely Sandy. screw you up. Excellent. <laughs> I like the, the innocence. I went, oh, is this going on? I know, you had no, you had no idea. You had no idea. This is from, perfect. This is from Bernie Wilkinson. Is it Bernie with an E? Bernie Wilkinson. <laughs> Chidge and the boys. I suppose I should start out by saying I'm a relatively new Chelsea fan. What, about 30 years? Um, we're all new we're fans. We're all new. We're all new. I started following in 2011, which is about the time I first learnt about the Premier League. Could actually watch a European game on TV. I'm from Central Florida. We had the Rowdies and the MLS for a while. Tampa Bay had a team many years ago. But everything I knew about foreign soccer was filled with rumour and fabrication. I used to hear stories of players being stoned if they scored an own goal. Stoned as in people throwing stones as at in, them? As in, uh, Some of them probably were in the old days, to be and, fair. And their hands chopped off. Penny for an ex-lapper! And, and keepers being left off, to, off the plane back home if they let a goal in. Fandom in other countries was always so much more fanatical, at least by the stories I heard. I found Chelsea by accident. Remember oh, watching my first match. My I do not remember the opponent. I remember Drogba, <laughs> Lampard and Terry. Drogba, of course, caught my attention. I remember thinking, does his shirt say that his name is Dragon? Well, yes. Yep. Time he's breathing fire. What have you been smoking? He is, was a beast. And Dragon, Dr- Dragon certainly would have fit. Lamps and JT were uh, magnificent. And from that first match, I was true blue through and through. It took a little time before things progressed, at least in my area, where I could watch Chelsea regularly. I'm now a True Blue member, a CIA member, and part of the Chelsea Supporters Trust. That's Chelsea in America, by the way. I do all I can to support the team. I've been to two matches here in the States. Cannot wait for my first visit to Stamford Bridge. Well, bring it on. My children and I are travelling to London in about a week. Of course, the timing's horrible. The team is away and the store's closed. But I'm hoping to do the Stamford Bridge tour and check out some of the local pubs I hear you guys talking about so often. I will also be checking Jonathan Kidd's schedule. I'm hoping he'll have a performance or appearance somewhere while we're visiting. It's in August. It's August the 2nd. Oh, no. Uh, I love you, JK. Your music's superb. Oh, mate. Thank you. Yours, Jonathan Kidd. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. We're fantastic. Really sweet of you to say so. Is that, um, is that it? For, no, uh, there's more. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the pod and listen every week. My work schedule does not allow me to listen live, but I'm sure to download the pod as soon as you have it posted. I was excited when Mark was on last week as I have his book, Blue Murder. I also read all I can uh, that he, Chidge, and all the others write about our beloved blues. I just wanted to write and tell you that we're listening over here in Florida. Hope to get a game at Stamford Bridge next year and hopefully meet all of you, including Dr. Mart, both Dan's, Charlie, and everyone else that delivers the excitement and passion that is Chelsea to me on a weekly basis. I'll also be sure to go buy and get a, a, a CFC UK magazine, fanzine, sorry, and hopefully meet Mark. Finally, I've seen pictures of it online, but we'll have to get a Chelsea football fancast T-shirt. Where can I purchase one? I'll sort you out with one, son. Yeah, give him one. Give him one. He's emailed me, so it's, I can sort that out. Anyway, thanks, guys, for all you do. Until next season, up the chills! Up the chills. All right, that was brilliant. Well done, well done Jonathan. Oh, uh, but not only that, uh, well done for those... I mean, I just these emails we get from some of these guys... I mean, it has to be said, a lot of them uh, from uh, North America, but the passion that they have... Oh, fantastic. fantastic. And the love that they give us, it just it, you know, it makes me a bit tearful, really. Anyway, on that note, uh, I've got another one in. Normally, I would just say tough, because you put it in too late. 
So it'll be on the next show. But of course, is this from Mac? It is from Mac. I can read it off the screen. Um, you can see it. Can you? Can you? Can you see? Do you want me to make that bigger? No. I think it would be lovely if you read that. Uh, I can make it bigger, actually. I think. Oh, no, I can't. Um, I read it. I read it. I, read it. I can read it. I can read it. I 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 read it. Uh, Chidge and the boys just wanted to pass along my thanks for all your hard work in making the Ch- Chelsea football fan cast. 2014 should have been a great year for my family as we completed the two-year process. Back a bit. because you're. Oh, I'm, uh, thank you. I'm popping. Uh, the two-year process to adopt my son, Sam, perhaps your youngest fan. But unfortunately, in December, I lost my job at Budweiser. It was a difficult time that coincided with a dip of form for my blo- beloved blues. Um, not quite sure why... Listening to four guys I've never met talk about proper football match. Foot, proper football made me feel better, but all I can say is that it did. Me neither, to be honest, man. <laughs> Dr. Mark, Jonathan, Dan, Andy, Darren, uh, Clive, Charlie, Mark, especially the man who pulls all the strings, Chidge, helped take my mind off all other matters. I'm happy to report that, coinciding with the return to form of Chelsea, I have a new job at the cigar company. I promise to bring some smokes when I get a chance to see a game in person. Uh, Coupled with the move from Drury Old St. Louis to Jacksonville, Florida, my new job allows me the chance to participate uh, on Mixilla, which has been a great joy. I'm also excited to be moving to a city with, with its own Chelsea supporters group. Plus, I no longer have to cringe when I hear the Guinness moment mentioned. <laughs> I now find myself devouring uh, all the co- content that I can find from Chidge's articles at IBT UK Sport uh, to Clive's driver on the wing to Jonathan's appearance in, on the Gazprom video. <laughs> I cannot get enough of the fan cast. I can't thank you enough for the two hours of respite that you proceed, that you provide each week during a difficult time. Uh, I love the new audio-only format. The show is significantly better now that you're not shackled by television suits. Here it is. Here's to another year of Chelsea dominance and the continued success of the Chelsea Football Fancast. All the best. Mac Mac Bergson at Proper Chelsea USA. Brilliant. Brilliant. And of course, I, not that I should need to remind you because we only did it in the last part. But you nominated Mac mm. uh, as contributor mm. of, uh, of you know, of the season. And this when you see an email like that, yeah, I can understand, understand. why. Yep, thank you. I just have to send a personal note, Mac. Uh, what a beautiful, beautiful email. I, you know, it, you know, you get an email like that, and uh, I mean, you know, w- w- <laughs> you know, basically we we spend every Monday night here having a, a very silly laugh. Um, but when you see that it has an effect on people, like it clearly, clearly has on you you realise that uh, what we do is very special and, and I'm touched, generally touched by that email and I, I, that's why I broke all of my rules and included it in, even if it came in after the deadline. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you, Mac, and everybody else. Uh, we love you lots. Now, uh, Dan has got something to say because he reminded me a minute ago. Yeah, I just wanted to <clears throat> use the opportunity to say a couple of quite sad goodbyes oh, at the end of the shoot. season. Um, first of them is, is, is a really sad one, actually. Um, to Xu Chen Chang, who was will be better known by a lot of people as Sue yeah. or Susie, who ran a Formosa restaurant, which is more or less opposite Stamford Bridge, um, for many many years, and uh, a brilliant restaurant, great food, great welcome, and she sadly died uh, last week, um, and uh, it's sad on a number of reasons because one, she was just a brilliant person, and and I spent many many happy hours with her and. And, and in her restaurant and many many people have done the same but also because it's um to a lesser extent i suppose it means 
the uncertainty for another family-owned yep. business in the local area. Um, Shoe's funeral, if anyone is interested, is on uh, Sunday the 7th of uh, June at Putney Vale Crematorium. And um, I think it'd be nice for a few people to turn up and, and give the family uh, a, just a little bit back to, to remind them how important she was to everyone. And the I, other, think, I think they're having a thing in the uh, Rose pub afterwards as well. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, the other um, farewell is is a little bit happier, at least, um, and uh, and something that I think we're we're all though feeling a bit touched by, and that is the fact that uh, Jeffrey Bell, Jeff, oh. as we all know him, has uh, sold up the Fimbra, um, a lot of our favourite pubs. Um, he's turned. He is our favourite pub, yep. and he is our favourite landlord. Absolutely. He's even more favourite than Al Murray, a man who's turned uh, a, a, basically a derelict building into a heart. And beating heart of the community inside a year, and he's done magical things in that pub. Um, and he's the best landlord I've ever met, to be frank. Um, uh, anyway, he's he's got a really good deal for the pub, and he's moving on to another project. So, thanks a lot, Jeff. It's yeah. been a brilliant yeah, year, yeah. and Bravo. you deserve everything you get. Um, on that note, just to un- underline, thank you, Dan, for for saying that so eloquently on both counts. But uh, you know, I I remember going into the Formosa. Uh, which I rather, rather rudely called it Formica, actually, for many years. But I used to love that Chinese restaurant, yeah. I've got to say. And she was absolutely fantastic. And the number of Chelsea supporters who went into that yeah. Chinese restaurant absolutely battered, like I did. And she she never bat- she never battered an eye. I mean, she was absolutely brilliant. And Dan's right. Uh, she's a real stalwart of the community down there. And she will be very, very sadly missed. Uh, and sadly, Jeffrey and the Fimber Arms have, in, within a year, become an absolute stalwart of the uh, the Chelsea football community to the extent that, A, uh, we've had our uh, Chelsea Supporters Trust SGMs and board meetings there for going on for, well, pretty much since Jeff took it over. Um, we were a gnat cock away from doing the Chelsea fan cast in the Fimber Arms after the TV show finished. You know, I was in very high-level negotiations over five pints with Jeff uh, to do just that. Uh, but annoyingly, he had some bloody hacktors and thespians there on a Monday night. <laughs> Curse so, them. I know. So, And it was all your fault because you know them. Um, but anyway, we ended up here. I've worked there. But there we go. We, we, could have, we could have been in the Finbra pub. But just the important thing to say about Finbra is that Jeff has sold it as a going concern to somebody who wants to keep it going as a really brilliant local pub uh, with local people involved and great ales. So that's, that's a positive. Let's absolutely hope so, and I will be drinking to that. Now, it's very, very funny that you should mention that, uh, Dan. You are a, a mind reader as well as everything else, because actually it's now time for the Chelsea Fancast Special Awards. Now, at the... Thank you. Yeah, drum roll. At a very late hour, I thought it's a bit remiss of me not to mention some people who I think have contributed uh, to Chelsea this year way beyond anything we do on a Monday night and sitting around this table. Uh, and I think they need a bit of due credit for it. And I thought, well, let's invent what every other bloody awards show does, which is a special award, like a lifetime achievement. But it's not a lifetime achievement. This is a special award for services rendered to Chelsea and things that have tickled me pink during the year. Oh, my God, Paul Weller and Paul McCartney have just walked in. Yeah. Oh, well, hello, Paul. <laughs> they, they are giving the awards out, actually. Uh, but no, um, in, in no particular order. And what will happen is I'm going to read these out and explain why I've nominated them. And then we will vote in situ. And then we will open a bottle of champagne. And then we will finish the show. It's that simple. But anyway, first of all, uh, and I hope you really enjoy this, you lot out there. Because I, I, I did think about this a fair bit. And this is a very special award 
for me because I kind of, you know, I, I think it's very important that this, this, the, uh, you know, people should be commended for what they've done this season. And they are. Tim Rolls, uh, for his work on the Supporters Trust this year. And in yeah. fact, not, yeah. Not just this year. Uh, just for, for being a bloody good player. Well, for yeah. the last three years, because what he has achieved um, and set up with the Supporters Trust is, 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 is nothing short of miraculous because it's a very difficult organisation to, to run. It's, an, it's a very difficult organisation to get galvanised. And then that's before you even get into trying to run it on a fair and democratic basis or actually engage with the club in a manner which is productive and actually goes forward. And he's managed to do all of that. Now, I, I, And the great thing about Tim is he would be the first to say, it's not about me, it's about everybody who's on the board, it's about all of the members, I'm just the one who, who happens to be, you know, have my head above the parapet. But actually, the reality is, is that I don't think it would have worked half as well if it had anybody else but Tim as the chairman. So I think it's, it's massively important that we recognise Tim and nominate him for this. And it's not just because I'm doing a Jeffrey Webb in a FIFA sort of way, but I really do mean it. I think he's been fantastic. Um, Mr. X, also known, as he was yeah. known in CFC UK, yeah. Yeah. but um, as many will know him, uh, 10th of March 1905 on Twitter. Yeah. He's an absolutely lovely, lovely, lovely bloke. Um, tells it as it is. Agreed. Very funny when you have a beer with him. Um, I wouldn't want to say too much about what he does, but those who know him will know. But the thing that he does best every year, which absolutely needs to be appreciated and, and, and mentioned right now, is that he's very, very, very fundamental uh, or, you know, behind organising all of the banners at the bridge, particularly the ones that, that Clayton was yeah. so fond of the other week. Yeah. Um, but his support in terms of financing them, organising them, getting permission from the club to get all of the banners that we have, the big ones I'm talking about, the Matthew Harding and the... Uh, Matthew Harding upper and lower end is fantastic and that's before you even talk about the fact that he runs these mad competitions every week on Twitter every week for every game he he basically allows people to answer a dumb question I think it's the goals isn't it it's basically yeah. work out how many goals are going to win by in the last game then you win tickets for the next game I mean his generosity knows no bounds he absolutely bleeds blue and he does a hell of a lot for the supporters of the club and I love him for that. He also listens to this show when he can work out the bloody technology. <laughs> um, and on a similar vein, actually, a young lad who, who may well be the Mr X in, in 15 or 20 years, actually, but Richard Weeks from uh, the Shed Atmosphere campaign uh, against... It's, it's very difficult to start what he did. Uh, there's always a lot of resistance. There's always a lot of people who go, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, it'll never work, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Richard's only a young lad, and he's galvanised loads of people in the shed, hasn't he, John? I met him on Saturday. You did indeed. And he's a lovely Sweet bloke. Chap. said he was my stalker. Well, there you go. I said, did he like the way I was dressed? Well, there we go. Well, I, well, you're wearing your, you're wearing your. Was that with your velvet? Jacket? Yeah, but he complained about my trainers. Did he? Yeah. Quite right too. Yeah. You let the sound down I with did. those trainers. Yeah. But Richard's done a fantastic job, as does uh, you know um, the shed atmosphere, shed and atmosphere campaign, and you know more, more uh, you know thoughts of his efforts basically, and, and well done him, and keep it going, mate, and don't worry about the haters. You just carry on and doing it because it's appreciated and it's making a big difference. Now, and funnily enough, as Dan uh, alluded to a minute ago, I, I couldn't let this uh, special award nomination go without mentioning Jeff and the Fimbra Arms. Mm. When I first started to go to Chelsea and live around the corner in both Hollywood Road and Lots Road, the Fimbra Arms was a, was a well-known 
rather naughty haunt, as I recall. <laughs> it was a proper pub in those days. But it was loved by many of us. And uh, when uh, a rumour went round that uh, it had reopened a year and a half or so ago, so many of us just jumped at the chance to go in there just to see what it was all about. What we didn't know was that it was going to be a fantastic pub serving fantastic beers with probably the, the most on-it bar staff I've seen in a Chelsea pub for years, but also run Ever. by one of the most jovial, funny, lovely, warm, sensible uh, Mackham I've ever met. Only to my utter surprise that I realised that this mad Mackham was also a big Chelsea supporter. And actually, the, 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 for me, the defining moment of the Fimber Arms, and I'd been going in there for ages, and I, I, you know, I was really keen to promote it, so I was like tweeting about it. And I, and I didn't know who Jeff was at all. I had no idea who he was. And I went in there one Saturday before the game, and I walked straight up to the bar, and there was a massive queue, as there always was in those days, even then. And basically, this bloke just came straight out of nowhere from behind the bar and said, Hello, Chidge. How are you doing, mate? What can I get you? And it was Jeff the landlord. And I basically kind of queue jumped about five people, and he just uh, he bought me a bloody pint. I said, who are you? Oh, I'm Jeff. I'm the landlord. You know, and I, oh, bloody hell. And, he, and we just hit it off from there. A brilliant bloke. Uh, as I said, he's been massively helpful uh, to the Supporters Trust. Uh, he was so game for us doing the podcast there on a Monday night. If only it hadn't clashed with something else. Um, the way he's treated Chelsea fans uh, with respect yeah. and allowed us to do what we do, which is not to a lot of people's taste, but at the end of the day really doesn't offend anybody at all. Is it just shows? It just shows what a massive, big-hearted, sensible bloke he is. He will be a huge loss. I just hope that his legacy will carry on in the name of the Fimber Arms. But thank you, Jeff. Thank you you Jeff. will be yeah, missed, thanks, mate. Yeah, so those are my nominations. Would we like to have a vote? I think we just no. <laughs> can we can we nominate all of them? All of them. Yeah, yeah no, all, all of them. them. I don't want to vote. Awards. I don't want to yeah. vote. They're all. All right. They're all great nominations, and I think they all deserve a, okay. they, a split yeah. of the award. I mean, yeah. I don't want to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Three months each. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Clayton, you're the voice of reason. Uh, at which point, yeah, actually, I'm going to say to you, are you any good at opening yeah, champagne? Uh, I'm yeah, good at drinking at it. Are you good at opening yeah. it? No, I'm good. You good? Yeah, no, I'll do it. We have got a chef, haven't we? So he knows. We've got a chef. Right. Clayton's opening the champagne, but I think that's a brilliant idea. I'm so pleased you got the crystal champagne glasses out as well. Yeah, I know. They're really crap, aren't they? We don't have glasses. They're very expensive. I, I haven't actually seen Frozen yet, but I'm glad to be involved with the merchandise. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, by the way, that you refuse to vote on it, and they all, they basically, yeah. it's a, I, I like that. That's well, lovely. I, I refuse to. What a lovely note to end the show on. <laughs> I'd forgotten who they were. Try and pick your favourite child. Just Will you all be quiet? We've got to finish the show, and I've got some other stuff to well say. That was a good class. sound. Well done, Clayton. Classy stuff. The champagne is opening. We're celebrating the end of this evening, but right, you lot. Champions. That, I'm afraid, was the last show of the season. Ooh. And we are off for the summer for a well-earned uh, rest. I'm off to have some brain surgery to actually fit one. Uh, but do keep in touch with us through Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast, or email us at uh, ChelseaFancast at gmail.com. Um, it's been brilliant to have so many of you on the show tonight, and I think that was very fitting. Thank you to Martin, Dr. Mark, who's already gone 
Dan, it's been such a pleasure. As I said, I now consider you no longer a guest. You are absolutely a bona fide Chelsea fan cast podcast. I don't like this because it makes the award harder to win next season. Well, I don't know. I'll give you my votes next year. Thanks. If it any can't vote. No, I'm the only one who... It's been brilliant, as always. Brilliant. It's been a real pleasure. And what I should say, which I didn't get the opportunity to do, but... Uh, like me, uh, you know, a lot of people who don't get the chance to go to every game, particularly the away games, absolutely adore and love your tweeting throughout the year. And I don't absolutely, think that that gets yeah. meant. So I'd like to, apart well from the done. fact that I love you to yeah. pieces for being on the show, I think you need a massive round of applause yeah. for that. Super, 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 Sorry, couldn't resist. Yes, uh, I felt a bit of fraud in the past, actually, because I don't normally go to every game, but this season I have actually done every single every game for the first cheers. time. So cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers Dan. Well done. Uh, Jonathan Kidd, you absolute lovey, you. Uh, this show has been not the same since you turned up, and I mean that in a very positive way. <laughs> and I, you're the only person, even Dr. Mark's never given me as much of a run for my money as you have, and that's why I love having you on the show. It's been Thank brilliant. Thank you very much, yes. Well, well I hate it. Good, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not paying you then. <laughs> oh, shush. <laughs> uh, it's been brilliant having you on. Dan, as I said earlier on, our new 2015 <laughs> podcast of the year. Well deserved. You are a great addition to the Thank Chelsea you. podcast. Thank you, guys. Andy, your efforts and your fortitude with your back this year have been unbelievable. But your support for what we do has even been greater. And I love you for that, mate. So well done, yeah, you. Well done, Clayton, the rising star of the Chelsea fan cast and the, and the best blogger on there. And I include myself in that. So well done, the you. The only blogger. Uh, you're not the only blogger they are the best one though and a lot of people love that and I certainly do but thank you for coming along right we've got to go because we've been here for about two and a half hours I told you it was going to be a long show Uh, but I do have to say it has been a real real blast this season Uh, we've had our ups and downs but I'm delighted that we're now back in our natural habitat as a podcast without the constraints and the aggravation of TV I'm even more delighted that you lot out there seem to agree with that one thing I'm particularly happy about is that while some fancasters may go, others return and new ones join the show. And with the likes of Clayton, Dan Silver, and even Clive O'Connell, who will be hearing from my lawyers tomorrow morning, <laughs> uh, joining us this year, I think that the Chelsea fancast is actually getting better and better and better. Let's hope that the Chelsea fancast, having been rejuvenated, can now go from strength to strength and go on for at least another eight years. Finally... A massive, massive thanks to everyone who listens live on Mixler or downloads the show and to all those of you who we have met the games this season and had the pleasure of having a drink or three with. Without you lot, this show would be nothing. We've really been blessed ever since we started doing the Chelsea Fancast back in 2008 in April in making so many new friends from all over the world. I can't thank you enough. Stay carefree wherever you may be. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. 
Your mate's already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.